Cheers, guys. Cheers, Cheers, fellas. How we doing? Friday. Yeah, we made it. We made it. Another week. Oh man. So let's start with Tim. What are you drinking? Because it's not alcohol. (laughs) I'm having a nice liquid death sparkling water tonight. I'm going. I'm going easy on the alcohol for about two weeks. What do you mean by easy? Because last week you were drinking on this podcast. Mm. Yeah, it was only four Michelobes, which was the lightest beer ever. But calories. I haven't had a drink since. So Okay. We'll do one more week. And then next Friday will be another week, so I'll probably do it on the podcast. I'll probably drink on the podcast that night. That's what we want to hear. That's yeah. what you got over there. Mickey you <laughs> Again, two weeks running? Two weeks in a row. All right, man. Well, that's what you want to hear. We have a special guest for today. We have DK Danny Two Phones with us. Oh my goodness! What's going two on? Watches, two watches, yeah. two phones, two episode pads, two, two features, whatever I would just you want. Like to follow up and say there is only one watch and one phone on the table. Yeah. So we have episode two <laughs> featuring DK. Dan, what are you drinking over there? Um, I got a solid, solid whiskey and uh-huh. Coke right now. So that classic. Is, yeah, it's a classic. It is a classic. Uh, gets me where I need to go. So. All right. All right. And again, I have the same thing: rum and Coke. I have a feeling. This part of the podcast is going to be pretty repetitive. I'll switch it up next week. Really? Yeah. All right. I'll put some pressure on me. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's got to. It's got to be. It's got to be something different. Okay. Cool. So, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, I believe that uh, you had something you wanted to talk about with your shoes that you returned. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you just want to get right into it. Yeah. I returned my shoes. Sad day. Why? <laughs> I didn't like them as much as I thought I would. Say That's the other reason it. too. What other reason? You needed the money. Yeah, I needed the money. Let's not get into this. We listen. I listened to the podcast today from last week. I caught so much crap from you people. Let's not start off early. I wouldn't say so much crap because I I listened to about an hour and a half of it, and I. Uh, I thought it was the right amount. We it's nothing don't we don't know. usually say. I don't know if it was the right amount. I I did listen to the full three hours. Yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Uh, and I kind of got a good vibe for what's happening. And I'm not gonna lie, Jesse caught a lot more. Thank crap you. Than the others. I did. He brings it on himself. When though. we talked about no, I don't. <laughs> he sets it up. It's normal conversation. He sets no, it up. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's normal conversation to me. I feel like, and you know what, low-key, Ashton likes to throw the alley-oop, and then Tim just comes yeah. in and finishes hard. <laughs> yeah, that's what and, it is. Uh, I, yeah, they, they, it was a tag team. Yeah. T- Ashton had the little, like, oh, but, geez, and then Tim would pile on. But honestly, too, I noticed one thing. No one ever trash talks Ashton. No. Ever. <laughs> He's too nice of a guy. You don't want to yeah. do it. We love, Everyone loves him. That's and he true. doesn't set us up for anything. No, no. I, you know... I feel like we need to change things up a little bit. <laughs> it's because he doesn't spend money. And when he does, it's on stuff that we know he's super into. So we're not like making fun of him for it. Yeah. Yeah. I he's smart. I guess. Um, I did just notice Tim has the bacons on. They're Shoes? looking good. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Wearing the bacons today. Yeah. I was going to shake it up and bring out the brain dead Reeboks, but mm. it's supposed to rain around 11 o'clock <laughs> and I can't get the fuzzy suede. suede. Yeah. Yeah. Can't put the suede in there. But I like these. Solid Beautiful pair. pair. Did Beautiful the uh, pair. denim Air Maxes come in? Mm-hmm. And? 
They're beautiful. They're sexy. Did you not see Dan's pair? I got right mine. Out? I got mine out in the uh, foyer over there. No, I didn't pay any attention. Yeah. Oh man, missing out. It's a good pair. Beautiful pair. And what'd you wear tonight? Uh, the ghost greens. Oh, that's your go-to. That's one of my favorite pairs he has. Mm-hmm. They're just so crisp, clean. You can't not like them. It's my commuter shoe right now. Are those your like? Do you wear those pretty? Pretty much daily, or yeah, pretty much at work now, every day. Um, and believe it or not, I get more compliments on those than any other pair of Nikes I have, and I don't really know how to feel about that. But you know, I feel like to, everyone, from non sneakerheads, I feel like a lot of people have that pair. So if you get like compliments on that pair, and you're like, you know what, this isn't even my nicest pair, I feel the same way. I get a lot of compliments on my orange camo Air Maxes. Every time I wear those, somebody's like, "Hey man, nice shoes," and I'm just like. I, I don't get these compliments on my Jordan ones, right? Or you know any of my dunks, anything like that. But anytime I put those orange camo uh, uh, Air Maxes on my feet, someone's like from across public, "Hey man, nice shoes!" I'm like, <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> like, but it's it's a, so it is what it is, you know. I would say I would just say the uh, the flashier the shoe, the 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 more eye more yeah. eyes it catches. Those, I mean, they are bright orange. Yeah. Like if they're All not the glowing in the dark, but people can see them in the dark. It's it's amazing. So they, yeah. they're bright. My they new my bright. new balances today got a lot of compliments. Bodegas? No. You have another pair of Air Max? Oh, Air Maxes. No, nice. You said new, new balance. balance. No. <laughs> How many do you have? Three. Um, of course you do. Am I missing out? Did you just not tell me? Or no, I bought these like <laughs> six months ago. I told you. I sent you a screenshot. Oh, it's man. the it's the desert pinks. Yeah. Rust. Okay. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah. Are those the ones that you bought to match like all the shorts and stuff when you did that big order? Was it during that? Might have been, yeah. but I don't remember. But I haven't worn them in about four or five months, so I broke them out today. And they were. Uh, they're comfortable, and they got a lot of compliments. I was just about to ask you that. How comfortable are the New Balances when you wear them? Like, are they probably the most comfortable that you have? Besides maybe Yeezys? I mean, I can. I love Yeezys. They, they're so comfortable. I like them more than Yeezys. I would say that only because the boost in the in the Yeezy, as you wear it, it wears down, and it's not it does. as bouncy. But, I mean, I feel like the New Balance, there's no, like, foam, so it's just a straight. It keeps your foot flat, too. Which I don't know if you're okay. comfortable with that or not, but no, I don't think that would bother me. But does um does it have much cushion though? Because I know we that's one of the reasons we like easy. But I would say I would say there's padding in the heel. But other than that, it's just like a nice breathable shoe. Like there's the the knitting on the top so your toes can breathe. Mm. It's it's a comfortable shoe. You've been talking about getting a pair. And you I don't I have. ever get I feel a pair. Like, of but new I balances. do that with all sneakers. I'm like, oh, I might want this one, or I might, and then I just. Never you sent do me it. a pair on discount, and you never pulled the trigger. I never did, and and then they sold out. They're gone. He yeah. almost bought a, another pair of Air Maxes yesterday at the store mm. when we were over there. The uh, the blueprints, uh, yeah, the blueprints. But after getting the the denim uh, pair, I was like, all right, it's too similar. But, you know, it's blue, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> but the other one does have. A lot more white to it, so I feel like it was just a cleaner look. But a I don't want beach wanna... shoe for the beach. <laughs> yeah, 
You're not wrong. Yes, <laughs> would, they yeah. would look good at the beach, but you know, the pair I have looks good anywhere now. So okay, <laughs> wow. Sure, it does, Dan. It does. It does. I'll I'm gonna it. start throwing some shit towards everybody this week. So, so which store did Dan almost buy shoes at? Memory Lane. Memory Lane. <clears throat> yeah, we went um, to two stores yesterday. Did anyone buy anything? No. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> we'll get getting back to it. You're right. Yeah. So I did return the black and yellow mids at Memory Lane. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's at. So memory did lane. you take a loss? <laughs> <laughs> no, I returned them. Then we went up. At first, we went to another store. What was it called again? Um, the good first times. one, Good Times Atlanta. Good Times Atlanta, which is near Criminal Records and then whole Little Five. I think it's in. Yeah, it's, um, um, it's in Inman Park. Not the one that we all went to by Centennial. No, no, that was uh, twenty Hype Twenty Four Seven. That's the okay. one I was talking about yesterday. Yeah, Hype Twenty Four Seven. I forgot Ashton was with us there. Yeah. Okay, there was like a whole group of us. Yeah, but they're very little size twelves there too. Yeah, we might want to go back. It was there. small I see though. Him. Mm-hmm. It was very small. Yeah, that store's like a closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he, from what I've seen, he does give pretty decent um, pricing and stuff like that. So I might have to check it out again. Yeah. So we went there. The he so I brought in the shoes. He said, "Man, we just put in a big order of these shoes." So he like didn't want to offer me anything. Which pair? The pandas. Okay. So, and then they didn't want to give Dan any decent money for what he had either. He brought in the Chicago's. No, it was the. Um, the mm-hmm. 700 analogs. I didn't bring the the Jordan 1s in that time. Oh, okay. I just brought in the analog yeah. 700s. So then we went to the second store, Memory Lane. And I get there and the guy was looking at the shoe. He's like, what'd you do? I was like, what do you, he said, what do you want for him? I was like, give me like 180. And he said 160. And I was like, okay, how about 170 cash? He said, let me see what we got. And walks in the back and comes back out and says, we don't have any cash. I saw Jesse's look from across the store. <laughs> he looked yeah. terribly confused. He goes, what? No cash. That's stupid. So I was like, okay. He goes, but I'll give you 240 store credit if I saw anything I liked. I already didn't see anything. We went through everything. They had the Bordeaux again, but they were a size 11. The other store had Bordeaux in the size 11 and a half. So I just couldn't get it. So... I was like, well, okay, do you want to do like, I mean, I'll do PayPal, Venmo, I don't care, you know, uh, 170, whatever. He goes, I'll do, I have Zelle, but I'll do 150 on Zelle. And I was like, why is it cheaper? It doesn't cost you anything. And he was going to buy them out of his own pocket for him. So I was like, no, it's, I'm not doing that. It's dumb. So I ended up not doing it. Then while I, on the way back is when I said I signed up for a GOAT account. And then just listed them on Goat, and they sold the next day. So I got rid of them. How finally. much did someone go for? Two thirty. So I got two hundred after fees and everything. Yeah. So it ended up working out, but yeah, we both walked home with nothing yesterday. With two stores, got nothing. Um, I did when we were at Good Times Atlanta too. I don't know if you heard this. He was talking to another guy, and um, or it might have, it might have been you, but he said those shoes are on consignment. Yeah. So trade-in value yeah. doesn't apply. Yeah. So I also think like a lot of these guys who might work there um, but don't necessarily own the place might have an own personal collection that they might throw up on the shelves um, that are cash value only and not necessarily applicable to uh, trade-ins and stuff like that too. So um, I do think when you go to some of these stores, it's kind of a wild card of who you're walking into and who's working at that time and what kind of offers you're going to get. 
So I feel like if I went on another day with different people there, I may get different offers than I did two days ago. Um, so it's kind of odd, but I I noticed yeah. that and I was like, oh, that's yeah. kind of, you know. Yeah, it's the same thing they did at Nerd World too. A lot of their cards are on consignment, although they don't care. They just do it out of pocket and on the back end. Yeah. But when you're dealing with bigger stuff like that, it may make sense not to do that. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, ended up and he he was like, I was like, I'm a size 12. He goes, you don't see anything you like, and then walked around the whole store with me, pointing out every size 12. And I was like, dude, I only like Jordan 1s, and you just don't have anything I like. And he went back to that section and was pulling out everything. He goes, you don't like these these uh, Knicks ones he pulled out? He pulled yeah. out, did they have Chicago's or like bread toe? They had uh, a, like they a had $600 a, yeah. black and red color shoe. I think they were the they were the band ones. Yeah. Band size 12. They had Georgetown's in my size, and I was like, they're just... I was like, I'm not here to buy shoes. I was like, I want to sell my shoes. He goes, man, you got it. Come on. Like, And I was like, dude, I don't like any of the shoes you got. Like, he was giving me crap almost. I think some of these guys get um, frustrated when people walk in only looking to sell right. and yeah. not trade or buy. You know, yeah. even though they emphasize buy, trade, sell, I think unless it is a brand new pair or a very hype pair, they're not interested in buying most yeah, of the right. time. It's got to be uh, yeah. it's got to be something pretty special or something that just released that a lot of people are looking for. Yeah. So that was the whole day. So not the best experience. No. 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 And the guy, the kid was kind of. He seemed like a good kid, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't he, like him when we left. I was like, I don't like that guy. He wasn't like disrespectful in any type of way. Yeah. But um, once he picked up on that, Jesse really only wanted Jordan ones. I felt like he started yeah. toying around with it. He, he was, start, yeah. He was like, "Hey, how about this Jordan three? And how about this? How you know different different shoes he was picking out? Yeah. And uh, he was kind of like, "No, I don't, don't like that pair." And they were yeah. and they were not necessarily like great pairs either. So yeah, and. I bet, you know, most people going into those stores appreciate shoes. So they have a wide variety that they like. I don't think he was he liked that I only liked one specific pair of shoe. And I just wasn't into everything else he had. So, yeah, it was not like I didn't like the guy. It's, I don't want to say that. But he was just kind of like almost taken back that I didn't like anything they had, you know. So it was oh. fine. I, I needed to sell it anyway. I didn't want it. I told Dan, I was like, only if they have the Bordeaux in size 12 am I trading. Other than that, I got to just sell them, you know? So that's what ended up happening. I almost did uh, trade in two pairs for a set of Jordan 6 uh, Travis Scott's, though. I would I was this close to doing it, but they only had size 13. And I was like, you know what? It would be for resale anyway, but I just I didn't do it. I was like, I don't know why, but it would have been perfect. But just the all tan suede pair of Travis Scott Jordan sixes, they were beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, I like that pair. I like the green ones though. Yeah, more. the green pairs are beautiful. But those have skyrocketed. They've gone up a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. And then they had an absurd amount of reverse mocha. Um, was it Jordan ones or dunks? Uh, Travis Scotts. The ones that just came out. I think they're Jordan 1 they're Lowe's. Jordan's, they're yeah. Lowe's. Jordan 1 Lowe's. They had a lot of those reverse mochas. Well, they're ac- they actually been doing restocks on them. Yeah. I mean, they're the cheapest pair, but I feel like they're pretty obtainable. I don't know why there's so much money. I guess just because well, of his name. Um, a lot of people think that every store is just backdooring and stocking away. So there's like 
more supply and demand or more demand for it, mm. but there's a lot yeah. more supply people think than any other one. So it is. they think it will eventually just I'm telling I saw yeah. I saw twelve on both both shops, I saw twelve to fourteen pairs just lined up or um that sure should be like four or five hundred, not it should not, not eleven. Yes, I think they are stores like that are really riding on the name and just holding stuff back on that. But there, there's so many pairs, and then to get that many pairs too, it, you can just tell there's so many bots getting those things that it's obnoxious. Like I saw Memory Lane, they had a picture up on their Instagram, and it was, I mean, fifty plus pairs in just one picture. Um, so who knows what else they had over there? I'm just like. How does one, you know, I, I can't say that they're buying this many pairs or unless they're getting them for five, six hundred bucks and then selling them for twelve and thirteen. But I don't know who would give up a pair for half half the cost like that. I mean, Brand I, new. I think people are just getting paid to just hold the shoe for them. Like slip me a hundred bucks or one hundred and fifty bucks and we'll just hold everything we got. And then you could just buy it all for retail. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, unless there's a lot of pairs, then you might pay someone a thousand or something. I don't know, because you're going to make like 10, 12,000 off of a couple of pairs. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I, I have to give, uh, I was in a store the other day. It was Hibbit Sports. I was on my break uh, at work, and I went to Hibbit Sports in, in Griffin. I saw two guys walk in. I was just casually browsing. I had some time to kill. So I was like, you know what? Hibbit sometimes has some nice hits every now and then. Let me just see what they got. And when I went in there, two guys came in and asked, um, hey, do you have the new Jordan 3? You know the purple Jordan 3s that just came out? They're pretty easy to get. They're not, resales, not much. But um, for whatever reason, as soon as she said that, she, uh, the guys were like, well, what sizes do you have? And right away, this lady looked at them and then just started going like, nah, just for saying that, I'm not, I don't think I'll sell you guys the shoes because they're not looking for a specific size to carry out. And he, and then you just saw the look on the guy's face was like, oh, whoa. And then she looked at him and was like, I'm not your plug. I'm not here to do that. If you guys want to buy the shoe, let me know. And so um, the guy stepped away for a second and then came back and they said a size. And then he also said, I got two kids. Let me get this size and this size and kids. So it looked like an adult pair, the big kids section, and then like an infant size. And then they walked out. She pulled the shoes out, but then they walked out and never bought them. So I was just like, man, like. The lady at Hibbit Sports like locked him down pretty quick. I was like, good for her. Wow. Good for her. Get the resellers out of there. Yeah. It's nice because everything's still sitting. I think the last like eight or nine Jordan releases are still like in stock on a lot of websites. Yeah. Yep. So you got the 14s, the 13s, the 12s, the ones that just came out, the threes, mm. the fives. Yeah. Like... Even a couple pairs of uh, Dunks are still sitting on the Nike app. No one's buying like they used to. So No, especially the high-top Dunks. I feel like any time a low-top goes out there, they go pretty quick for the most part. But for some reason, the Dunk highs just don't do the same as, as Dunk lows. But No. Yeah. Either way. The, dunks are, the Dunk lows seem just more of a... I don't want to say common person shoe, but you can wear it with so much more than dunk highs. They look good with a pair of pants or shorts. If, yeah. it, if it's a good color wave, kind of wear them with anything. I still have yet to been able to get um, any kind of dunk SB though. 
like oh, anytime yeah. an it's SB nuts. hits there, it could be high or low. If it has that SB after dunk, yep, you just know it's gonna fly off the like the shelf. It's crazy to me. I mean, even if the colorway is not that good, like the SB will make it just fly off the shelf. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy, but it's just part of the game. There's been a handful of uh, stories on the sneakers. Uh, what is it called? There's a, it's a Reddit page. I think it's just called sneakers of people going to their local skate shops and the skate shops have a raffle oh. and they'll enter the raffle and the skate shop will get like one pair or two pairs and then they win it. <laughs> and it's just the fact that it's the local skate shop and then walking yeah. yeah. out with the shoes. It's a cool story. Oh man. That's That'd be, cool. That would yeah. be cool. I haven't been to a skate shop since I was like, I don't know, 12, 11, 12. Did mm-hmm. they close down the one over behind Kroger? Hazard? Hazard uh, County. Yeah. Yes, that's been I, closed down for quite yeah. some time. Man. I think they moved yeah. it for a little bit and then shut it down. Yeah. I used to go there a little bit. They were three, with Logan. Three teenagers uh, skateboarding in the square when I was coming over. Me too. Yeah. You saw yeah. them? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> There's a little spot right, uh, you know where the baseball park is on the left? Yes. There's a little park back there that a lot of skaters go to a lot of times and there's like skate around over there it's not an actual skate park but it seems to be a little spot that they go to in like I've a public park right behind that baseball park yeah okay All right, yeah gotcha. it's almost like in the parking lot almost mm. i always see a couple kids there when we were in jersey mm-hmm. i saw like two or three skate parks like really? they're pretty yeah they're like huh. there's a pretty decent amount up there and they were outdoor yeah but yeah i don't know just around here i don't i don't see that you know yeah but just driving past up there, it was just like I saw at least two or three, mm-hmm. and, and people were there and skating. It was it was cool. I wonder if that was a regional thing or not, because even when I remember moving down here, uh, I don't really remember seeing outdoor skate parks down here. Up there, I could think of at least two or three that we used to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Only one I ever knew of. Then again, when we moved, I wasn't into skating as much anymore, so maybe it wasn't on my radar. Yeah, but Hazard's the only one I can think of being around here. No, I'm I'm with you on that. And and uh, uh, baseball fields and basketball uh, courts too. I see a lot of baseball fields down here, but I you know I can almost tell in almost every corner of a neighborhood up there there was always a basketball yeah. park. But you don't see those either too much down here. You might stumble into one or two. There's quite a few in that Lovejoy area that I deliver to. Yeah. There's at yeah. least three I can think of. Maybe it's just kind of town to town is different. Yeah. Because you're right, there's none around here. Yeah. Yeah. McDonough, I feel like, doesn't have any. Um, I feel like Stockbridge doesn't even have any. Some of the, I, I don't know. But you're yeah. right. Lovejoy, yeah. yeah, they do have. Anytime I see a couple them, it's outdoor right around ones. that area. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's weird. So let's transition to Jersey. How was the trip, fellas? Right. Yeah, we just got back from Jersey a couple of days ago. Um, overall, <laughs> overall, it was a good trip. To see family, that was the main objective, right? Yeah, all dance family. Yeah. 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 Um, it was a typical yeah. Key Watts visit. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it outside of that. Yeah. Uh, the people who, who know my family will, will know that. Um, but overall, it was a good time, though. Once we got to the restaurants or finally, you know, solidified some of the plans and stuff like that. It was a good time. I, um, my, but my siblings, they're all, they're all so different. Like they really are. I say me and Alicia are probably the most similar, but when it comes You're to- You're all different, older, but exactly the same. 
at the same time. We, we have certain traits. Yeah, our are traits are very on. strong, but personalities are are very different. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and it's all four of us. None of us are alike it whatsoever. You know, so it's kind of it's it's interesting going up there, and then you got to try to split your time equally between everybody. And um, but this go around, I was mainly going. My my older brother um, just had a baby. Uh, I don't want to say just had a baby. He he's probably seven or eight months now. And then my um, older sister had a baby about three months ago. And we thought we were going to, honestly, we thought we were going to lose him for a good three or four days. And then, I mean, he just did a complete 180. And he is like, he's golden. I loved him. He was he was awesome. So it was mainly about seeing the, the nephews on this one. So that's kind of what I focused focused around for sure. Yeah. But Jonathan's son's name is Ashton. What's yeah. that? Jonathan's son's name is Ashton. The new son? Yeah. yeah. His awesome. name is Ashton. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. And uh, one of my cousins named uh, their baby Asa. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> for the first like Julian. two months. Yeah, Julian, Julian. Named her kid Asa. So um, for the first two months, I was having trouble remembering which one was which because as soon as I heard their names, I was like, oh, it's just like Ash and his yeah. brothers, you yeah. know? <laughs> and so for the first like, couple of months, I called Ash and Asa one time and he was like, where did you get Asa? I was like, listen, <laughs> You don't know the story, but I know a lot of Ashton and Aces now, so I'm getting a little confused here. Uh, but yeah, man, no, they were. It was a great time, though. I did get to see my nephews, played with them. I got to play. Um, so my older brother has three kids, so I got to play with the two older. The youngest one, Ashton, he's still young to the point where he just wants mom and dad. So I didn't get to hold him a whole lot. Um, but my uh, nephew, uh, my sister's uh, new child, Nico. Uh, he was just adorable, smiling. He would let you hold him, smile, laugh. He was just like, it didn't matter. He just wanted to be held or fed. It didn't matter. He was, he was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. How do you, how do they spell Nico? N-I-C-O. N-I-C-O. Okay. Yeah. So the Japanese word for smile is Nico. Oh, I wonder really? if that has anything to do to do with uh, No, do with um, I think it has more so my brother-in-law, Angelo, is... Uh, He's pretty Italian. I, I think that's where it came pretty from. Pretty Italian. Okay. <laughs> I don't I like know that. how else to say it. Outside pretty Italian. Of that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think Nico, I'm, I think it has an Italian meaning as mm-hmm. well. I'm pretty sure that's where it, it came from, but I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. She, she'll, she's mm-hmm. going to like that. Yeah, that's you know, cool. I'll tell her. She's going to really like yeah. that. Because he does smile a good bit. Yeah, he's a happy baby. But it was definitely a good time. Glad I got to see them. My younger sister Alicia took us to a uh, Simple Plan and Some Forty One concert. Yeah. So yeah. Jesse yeah. was v- very happy <laughs> at the end of that. I, you know, <laughs> at the end of that, that's right. <laughs> by the time, right. yep, it took a little while to get there, but by the end of the concert, he he looked at me and goes, "That might be the best concert I've ever seen." Simple Plan did an outstanding job. I I was very much looking forward to Some Forty One just because that was some of the the music that I liked growing up and everything and. Not that I didn't like like Simple Plan, but some forty one was uh, a little bit heavier, so I was like, oh, I can jump up and get into that yep. one, and uh, so I was looking forward to that. But I say some forty one, they they went they went hard. It was it was good. I really liked them. But both bands out of this world, great live performances. I loved them. Ridiculous. So, Ellie's playing drums over there. I'm I sorry, know. I started going nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some forty one was. Uh... Some forty one was good. Simple plan knocked it out of the park. Out of the park. They o- they, they opened their concert with the Star Wars theme song. 
they didn't play it. They like you know played a track of it, and then when it hit right at the very end of the song, they hit this hit the chord. All the lights came on. It was sick. It was a cool way to open up a show. And they they went right into a song too, which yeah. I appreciate. Like the the I think song, it was, uh, <clears throat> not I'm just a kid. Da 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 da. Whatever that one is. Da, 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 yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Um, it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> Another day going. By. So you listened last week to the episode that we did. I and, did. And yep. Jesse came out of nowhere. <gasps> I'd do anything. Sorry. I'd do anything. That was it. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah. Jesse came out of nowhere and said, Simple Plan, top three band for me. I, I'm like, <laughs> the way you shut that down so quickly, I was dying. You said Simple Plan. You're like, no, it's not. Like, there was no hesitation. You just you straight went, up okay. told him, yeah, okay. <laughs> and immediately started critiquing one of his favorite bands. And then after I was like, okay, fine, top four. He goes, no, it's not. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, fine, top five. He goes, maybe top ten. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, it's just like, it's an opinion. So it's not yeah. really like a yes or no, and you you made it like no, it's not. Get it, it out of there. And the funny thing I is, towards the end of that, Tim was like, "You're gonna sober up and listen to this in a week, and you're gonna and you're gonna say you're wrong." And he was right. Listening to it on the way home, I was like, "Ashton was right the entire time." Yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. funny. It was yeah, such right. a flippant I comment. Still, I'm like, no, I no, still no, no. stick to top five, but you're right. It wasn't top three. And you still didn't even agree with that? No, you're high off <laughs> All right, of the fine. concert. Next week, top 10 bands. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my After this goodness. week's top five I albums. Okay. Jerks. This is, leads in perfectly to our top five albums. Mm. I think we should just go ahead and get into it. Okay. I don't want to go first, though, because I don't want the judgment. I'll go first. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> I told Jesse this yesterday, but... When I was selecting my top five albums, I tried to separate nostalgia from albums that I currently like to listen to and appreciate for the music and not for memories tied to the music. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, in no particular order. I don't like that. I don't. I don't know if I, I don't can. Like, I don't like that. We said. I, top I don't five. know if I can go like number one most. I don't like that. Because you go in and out of moods. Okay, so first album, Move Along, All American Rejects. Wow. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Deep cut. You'll love to see it. Foley Adu, Fall Out Boy. Of course. John Mayer's Continuum. Okay. I mean, come on, Gravity, <laughs> Slow Dancing in a Burning Room, Waiting on the World to Change. Okay. Stop you don't looking at me to with convince that. Us. These are your <laughs> top five. I know. <laughs> it sounded like you were trying to convince me. Uh, number four, Weezer's Blue Album. And then this one this one was tough. But if I have to pick a Jonas Brothers album, it's happiness begins. Wow. Okay. I like that album. Uh, I like yeah. I do. Uh, all of your choices were solid. I'm, I'm a big fan. Didn't mm. know about the All American Rejects though. Yeah, that went through me for a loop. But it has something? Is that have something to do with the fact that we've been playing it recently? Mm. Did it put it back? Is put it back the, on your radar? Maybe. So what it was? the very first song I bought for my first cell phone, which would have been 
2007. We're talking mm-hmm. ringtones? Ringtones, ringtone store. I'm pretty sure I paid like three bucks for it, and it was the chorus of Move Along. Wow. Okay. But I've always, for from the guitar side, the tone of guitars in those songs are just just awesome. So yeah, that's true. Is uh, is Swing Swing on that album? No, that's a different album. Yep. Okay. That's uh, I thought it was. What is that one? It's the green one. Uh, I think when the it, world comes it, down. No, it's the one with the go kart on it. Swing Swing. Oh, the very first album then. Okay, I think it is might it be called self-titled. Swing Swing. Swing yeah. Swing or self titled? It might be self. I think it's a self titled album. Yeah. I'll double check on that, but that's a good song too. I do, yeah, I remember hearing that song for the first time. A little bit of noise. Unfortunately, Just a little bit, yeah. uh, "Gives You Hell" is not on that one. That uh, one's a really good song. Yeah. And then uh, Mona Lisa is also on. I think it's waiting on. It's not. I'm getting it mixed up with John Mayer now. It's not waiting on the world to change. It's uh, when the world comes down. When the world comes down. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yes, yeah, "Swing Swing" is on the self-titled album. Okay. Gotcha. 2002. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good album. So, those are my top five. Hmm. Any rebuttals? Solid choice. Any arguments? I did, I, I'm, with, uh, I'm with Jesse on this one. I didn't see All American Rejects coming, and uh, I liked it. Okay. It made me happy. Okay. Good choice. You want to go next time? I mean, I will, but I don't really have top five albums. I, I forgot pick. you were even here. I couldn't pick. What do you mean? I couldn't pick top. So five you didn't albums. do your homework? It's, no, it's I, tough. I did, but I picked albums that I can always listen to every song on the album and not get tired of it. Okay, so Khalid's Free Spirit. That is one of them. Absolutely, Free Spirit. You can't, you can't not pick it. And then I have Collide with the Sky by Pierce the Veil. I have Asking Alexandria's self-titled album in 2017. I have Death of a Bachelor album. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Dang. And I have, <laughs> I actually have six on here. I have Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Oh. Great album. Yeah. Who's that? Post Malone. That's Post Malone. Great album. I love every that album. Every song on that album. Bang. And then I have Challenger, Memphis Mayfire. Ah. That is a great album as well. Yeah. Great album. Yeah, I, like I, I, I like all those albums, but I, I don't think I would have a, like, I mean, I, those are up there, but I, I don't. I can't pick a top five. That's, it's that's a tough. solid Would list. Would you name six? Yeah, I. I, put I mean, six I have technically have eight, but I narrowed down to my five. But I have three like right outside of it. <laughs> but I have a five. I have. I have a five. I, I would say if if I had to kick one of them out, it would it would probably be. Mm, Death of a Bachelor. I would kick yeah. out. Okay. Okay. It's unfortunate. <laughs> I'm interested uh, a little bit to hear to hear Jesse's. I don't want to go. I'm going to catch I, so I much crap. Yeah, go. you go ahead. Hold so on. I'm Hold on one second. Hold on. I need to double check this because that seems to be the track record from one week. <laughs> it happened one time. One week. Yeah, one three-hour <laughs> podcast, Dan. <laughs> um, I'm curious about Dan's though. Yeah. Yeah. Let's well, hear it, Dan. I. Uh, I mean, even listening to Ashen's and Tim's makes me want to change it up because it's very hard to narrow down top five albums. But I I did list five that I feel like I could listen to, and every song I listen to, I will like. Uh, so, it I was explaining it before to uh, Billy, but like, 
I don't know if any of these songs would necessarily be in like my top five or top ten songs, but I know I like every single song on on this album. Mm-hmm. So um, that was one of my deciding factors too. Was just listening, yeah, start to finish. It, yep, and. Tim actually has two of mine on there. The Asking, yeah. the Asking yeah. Alexandria. Yeah, I do. Self-titled album. And then um, what else? And the Free Spirit. I, I was, was going to tell you, Dan, if you, didn't, if you didn't have it on there, I would have chunked this mic at you. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. <laughs> yeah. Just would have chunked just, it. Just, <laughs> Tim would have top rated. Well, why wouldn't you say me? the same about Ashton? <laughs> but all three of you were equally as into he that album. He loves Khalid like we do, but it's not like... He comes from a different place, I think. He comes from <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's also a musician. I think he's more yeah, cultured. Exactly. He, he appreciates <laughs> he's, Well, let's guitar. leave the culture thing out of it, Jess. Yeah, I right? think he's more okay. cultured. <laughs> so, if there were know, six, though, I bet you it would have been his number six. Khalid would have popped in there. Make yeah. A celebrity appearance. But, uh, yeah, when I heard Ashton's, all of them made sense from, like, a musical standpoint. But So, I, I couldn't get mad at it, but I, I know Ashton likes Khalid. That yeah. Free Spirit album yeah. is... Wonderful. I'm glad you guys are backing him up. Yeah. Remember that when I'm listing mine. You must not like your own choices. I love my you choices. Know, That's I the don't... problem. <laughs> All right. You guys think you know me better than me. Okay. <laughs> and most of the time you're right. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Dad. Go Keep ahead. going, Dad. So after uh, the Asking Alexandria and Free Spirit album, uh, I got Beautiful Death by Slaves. Mm-hmm. I did. I wore that one out when it first came out. Actually, me and your brother, Jacob, did that. We, we just played that nonstop. And then just to change it up a little bit, just to throw a little bit of something else in there other than, than uh, rock, I threw in Graduation by Kanye West. I loved that album. I'm good with that because Kanye was going to get in there. Yeah. Was, I was trying yeah. to nudge him in there. You know, and Graduation was right. That might have had, a, I know you said you were leaving it out there, but it has a little bit of nostalgia to it too. That was right in high school for me, 07. And uh, so some of those songs really stand out. And then when I got a little bit more into it, I was like, man, every song on there, just like, I like everyone. And then one that I don't think anyone will see coming, but I was really excited to put it in there was Collision Course, the Jay-Z and Linkin Park collab that they made back in early 2000s. I feel like every song on there, they took some of the best of Linkin Park, some of the best of Jay-Z. And then just, and I'm like, you know what? Every single song that comes on, uh, like, mm. I love every single one. Great, man. I don't know if that's necessarily an album. It's definitely an EP, but I throw it in there. I throw it in there. That counts. And now we're getting to the grand finale. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm really eager to hear Jesse's. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. So when we were talking about this before we started recording, Billy and Dan were trying to guess what my albums were, and they thought they had me beat. They guessed four albums. They didn't get any of them right. Yeah, okay. that's true. Which made me happy, but also makes me think you're going to think I'm lying. Okay, 100%. can I can I try to guess one of them? Yeah. Um, is it Hello Sunshine? Is that the name of that album? Wake Up Sunshine. Wake Up Sunshine? It's not one of them? No. Wow. That was one of my top ten. Okay. I'm thinking one of them might be, is one of them Mayday Parade? Is it the Green Album, the self-titled? That is number four. Oh, man. I, listen, that was one I was going to say right when you told me to stop guessing. Uh, yeah, I know. That was, that I'm was honestly it. surprised that wasn't in Tim's top. We were into it for a long time. He said last week he doesn't like Mayday Day Parade. No. Yeah, he said Mayday Parade sucks. I heard that under <laughs> your breath in the, and none of us re- mentioned it again. And I was like, wow. 
He said that. Did I say it? <laughs> he said bird sucks. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, I don't, I can't. Not a top five album for me. All right. All right. Go well, right. So we know we got Let's number four. You were close with one of them. Let's hear your top eight. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'll just go and give you my three that weren't in the top five. Okay. Uh, no pads, no helmets, just balls. Oh, right. Simple plan. Simple plan. plan. Mm-hmm. The Outsiders by Need to Breathe. Okay. Okay. That's kind of a deep cut for me. And then Close the Distance by Go Radio. Okay. Those okay. were like just out of there. I'm not surprised on those. Yeah. Number five is, you could probably guess what my number five is. Tim. Is it in mine? No. Oh. You're not going to guess it. No. Symphony Soldier by The Cab. Oh, I would not the have cat. guessed that. No. Yes. <laughs> I, I love that album. It's a though. really, great really album. good album. A lot of it has to do, oh, one, it's a great album that I can listen to start to finish, but a lot of it has to do with that DC trip that we went on. Remember in senior year? I listened to that album 50 times on that trip. Like it was, it was it like solidified it as one of my top five albums. Number four is Made a Parade Self-Titled. Mm. Another one I can listen to pretty much start to finish besides the last one. Number three, Astoria by Mariana's oh, Trench. Mariana's Trench. Mm. Okay. Yeah. One of the, that's their second newest album. That's one of, I think I talked about it last week, but that's one of those albums that they pretty much tell a story from the beginning to end. And then the last song in this album specifically, there's a bridge part where for like a minute straight, all he does is, is name song titles like in a sentence, like almost turns it into like he's telling a story with the song titles of all the previous albums that they've ever done. I remember that. It was super cool how they did it. What's the, what's the name of that song? Do you remember? Uh, end of an Era. Okay. I remember what an that. awesome name for end of a song, dude. If I'm not mistaken, he would say the name of the song and then kind of explain like the song and then lead into another one and, and, and another one. In this one, the one yeah. I'm talking about? He does, no, he just does... He says, oh, if I remember it, I'm not even going to try to remember it. Okay. But he does song title after song title after song title, and it sounds like he just wrote out a lyric. Yeah. Like, it just, it was amazing to me. Yeah. The guy, I, I will it blew say, me away. I love, I love them. Yeah. They, they really, gonna, I don't know, he's, he's really talented. Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to, I'm just going to look it up real quick just so I can do it. So, that is one of the parts of Foley Adu that yeah. I love is in What a Catch, what a Catch Donnie. Donnie. It's amazing how they do that. And what makes it even more powerful is that that was the last album that Fall Out Boy did before they broke up. And mm-hmm. Patrick mm-hmm. was pulling out lyrics from their very first album. Yeah. Or second album. Yeah. So it was... Almost made it sentimental. It did, yeah. yeah. Especially when you listen to it in hindsight. But um, do you know what that is? The technical term for an album that is like that, where it's telling a... No. Kind of story from beginning to end. It's called a concept album. Really? And the reason I found out about that is because both American Idiot and 21st Century Breakdown are conceptual albums. Yeah. And The Who in the 70s actually started that. Pink Floyd did it uh, with, um, I know that The Wall is, maybe Mm. Dark Side of the Moon is, but... And it, it those albums also tend to have those really nice transitions that you're such a fan of, where yeah. it just kind of flows yeah. seamlessly from song to yeah. song. But uh, that is a concept album. Zach would be very, very happy about the Marianas Trench yeah. pick. Zach loves them. Yeah. But I, I don't. I'm going to let you keep looking there, and I'm going to fill up airspace while you're doing so. But I don't see where the 
controversy in this list is. Yeah. So far, it's you been know, very solid. Well, like well really I'm, I'm glad size. to hear that because it seems like you guys know me better than I know myself. I um, I remember when we when we first found Mariana's Trench, I, I want to say it was right after 2010, 2011 time. And it was, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was Masterpiece Theater. Mm-hmm. was the album. That one first came mm-hmm. out. And I was mm-hmm. just like, when I first heard it, I was like, oh my God. Goodness, like they one he does he has some some uh, solid vocals. Oh yeah, like I, I I loved it, man. When I when I when I first heard that, it was it was awesome. It was awesome. Those bands in that era, I haven't listened to it forever. The Cab, Marianas Trench, The Main, Cartel. It's bringing back all of these um, memories now of bands that I haven't listened to since then. But Forever the sickest kids. Forever the sickest kids. Yeah. yeah. Was that a under underdog alma mater? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great album. Yep. Great album. Yeah. So <laughs> I cannot find those lyrics. I almost have a feeling I didn't think I got the song wrong, but I might have. Anyway, that album still is my uh, number three. Okay. I'm I'm anxious to hear these top two now. Number two is Pray for the Wicked. By Panic at the Disco, yeah, oh. which came out right after Death of a Bachelor. I, yeah, I guess Death of a Bachelor earlier. Yeah, yeah, you were close. Yeah, they're both almost neck and neck with me. Yeah, but is it again? This is another what, thing. We what pushed Pray for the Wicked over Death of the Bachelor? Um, there's a song called The Overpass on it that I really like. There's some horns in the in the beginning of the song that yeah. are just. He's a big fan of horns. I am. I yeah, really am. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but the biggest kicker was uh, was me and Savannah drove to New Jersey while we were dating. We may have been engaged, but while we were dating. And that album came out the week we left. So we listened to it the whole way up there and the whole way back. Yeah. I bought the album while I was up there, like the record, vinyl. Yeah. So that is kind of another like sentimental thing tied up in the album. Mm. So... That was uh, another big reason for it. Yeah. Very nice. Why the hell are you Very smiling? Nice. What'd you say to him? <laughs> number one. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. Okay, I'll move on. I thought you heard it, but I don't know. My number one Sorry. is All Time Low. Uh-huh. You want Wait, to make a Is it the first one? Nope. It's not. Wow. Um, Wait, it's the remastered one. Is it Dear Maria? No. No, no that's, uh, that's a song. That's so wrong, it's right. So wrong, it's right. Remastered? No, no, no. There, there's a one. remastered album by them. I don't know the name of it, but re-recorded. I feel like that's it. Re-recorded. Yes. It's still nothing personal. That's it. That's it. I, it's still not okay. Yes. Okay. And yeah. I can agree with. So, I love that album. Too. What What year did that come out? So nothing personal was the the album that came out mm-hmm. in. Okay. Okay. 2007, maybe. It was the one after Put Up or Shut Up. After So Wrong, It's Right. Okay, so it was number three. Number three. Okay, that album. Yeah, that was the first CD I have a rem- I have a memory of buying, going to the mall, like Mall of Georgia, and buying it. Mm. And then they re. So you know, after ten years of, after an album comes out, after ten years, the band gets their rights back to do what they want with the album. Basically, they can re-record it. Get out. Yeah, I didn't know that. I only knew that because of this situation they did like a video documentary of how they re-recorded the song and they said it in the beginning of it Kid they have like re-recording out. rights to it so okay that's I, why 10th anniversary is a big deal in bands they say that's a 10-year anniversary of the album it's kind of like a milestone i think to them. so is that 
they get to re-record it the way they wanted to versus what the label wanted. Them. I don't really Is that know. Really, it. Or? I don't really know. Okay. I don't know. What were you gonna say? So, um, there's a couple of things that I want to say. So I didn't know that it's still nothing personal. That's that's the name of it. So the re- when they redid it, it's called "It's Still Nothing Personal." Okay, so they just that's re-recorded like that album. They re-recorded it like they play the songs live. That's what I like about it. Okay, so is it comparable to Five Seconds of Summer doing Teeth live versus yes. an album? Bingo. And the live versions are way several better. magnitudes way better. better. Yes, that's okay. exactly. What I it didn't. Is. I wasn't aware that this existed. That's very interesting. So. Um, my favorite band, uh, in 2004, their second album called Solfa mm-hmm. was released. And then in 2016, they re-recorded it. And not live versions like what you're talking about, yeah. but they kind of changed up guitar tones and layered in some more vocals. And uh, it, it definitely sounds closer to what their songs sound live when they play those now. Yeah. But you just blew my mind with the ten yeah. year the ten year thing. I didn't realize that. Yeah, and again, I didn't even know that was like a thing. That's why I've always noticed like Made a Parade after the tenth year anniversary of uh the per- the orange cover album, A Lesson in Romantics, they did a tour, a ten year anniversary tour of that album. I it must be something I don't know. It, it, from the band's perspective, that's that's actually interesting. Dan just saying that the band could redo the album in the way that they want to versus what the producers originally did. But yeah. that's a two-edged sword because if you re-record it and it sucks, yeah. mm-hmm. it's like, oh, man, we just messed up. And then also, if the album was a breakthrough album for you, why would you go back and mess with it mm-hmm. again? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I'll tell you what Mayday Parade did when they hit their 10-year thing. They re-released a 10th-year anniversary edition of the album, but instead of doing the live versions, they put the demo tracks on it. So what it sounded like before okay. they had the mix, you know, the guys come in and kind of like tell them what sounded good and bad, basically. Right. So the demo versions sound horrible, and then their real album sounds like amazing. So that was a product for the fans, the hardcore fans. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, um, even if I went back to nothing personal, that would still be probably my number one album ever. But the fact that they did it's still nothing personal. I've always loved live versions better, especially when a band does a live version of a song and then records it in the studio. Mm-hmm. It sounds fantastic. What is the song on that album for you? Oh, man. Um, either Break Your Little Heart or damned if I do you, damned if I don't. Yeah, okay. That one's really good. Uh, yeah, both of those are solid. I would, I would yeah. say it's hard. Weightless. Me personally, I'd say break your little heart. Yeah, that I love that. Song. The, the cool. intro, the intro guitar to it is, it's astonishing. Stella, wait no, is Stella on that one? You're not even listening. <laughs> Tim's not even Welcome listening. back, Tim. <laughs> I wouldn't even know. <laughs> no, I, I don't I think Stella's. Know. I think Stella's on there. Stella is one of my favorite albums ever, too. I mean, favorite songs ever. Okay. okay. Yeah. That, I think that album's just freaking killer. I love it. So. I'm not going to lie. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, there, you're good. But I don't think anything you said was controversial well, at all. I it's think because those were I never. Solid top picks, especially for you. I see every, the, every single album. I'm like, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. 
But I never talk about those albums all the time. You absolutely so, talk about All Time Low all the time. Okay, the band, not that one. Me and you talked about that okay. album because we right. had Maybe an in-depth discussion about yeah. the best one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you you had it sounding like you were going to break out just a left field, you know, <laughs> Janet man, Jackson or. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, this man no, is about to throw no. Jay Z at the top. Yeah. <laughs> Again, because out of last week when I said Simple Plan is one of my top bands, it, I don't talk about them. It, right. It. Well, that's different because none of those bands that I listed in my albums are even my top three or four artists. They're just yeah. albums I like. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Like I said, all those albums that I listed for myself. Most of the songs probably wouldn't even break my top 10 or 15 favorite songs, but I can listen to every single song and be yeah. like, yes, I like that album. Yeah. 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 For this reason or that, you know, whatever. Every song that pops up, I'm like, that's great. That's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised <sighs> on anyone's album choices, but I'm, I'm thrilled to uh, hear everyone's choices at the same time, yeah. if that makes sense. What's yeah. crazy is in like a year, we're going to have probably a whole different list. All different ones. And you know what? I didn't give a fair shot at some of the older stuff I used to listen to as well. Mm -hmm. I would say this is probably the stuff I've listened to over the last like five to six years. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, I've only told you yesterday this is what we were doing. Yeah, you, well, know, you didn't have I a lot of time. time to, yeah. yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, that's, it was. It was. Uh, I'm still happy with my choices, but there's a lot of other albums out there that I would probably, if I gave it some thought over two or three weeks, I'd be like, you know what? Maybe take mm -hmm. this one and put this one in there. It's tough. There's yeah. a lot of good music out there. I don't think mine would change a year from now. No. The newest album on my list was the Jonas Brothers Happiness Begins, and that was 2019. Great album. Move Along was 2004. Yeah. Foley Adieu was 2007. Continuum was 2007 or 8. Blue Album by Weezer was 94. Which, yeah, I guess to be fair, I don't have any of the albums that I have are not the newest album by that artist. Yeah, I guess so. I was oh. gonna say it was, it was something, he's gonna hate it. <laughs> yeah, of I course was gonna I say will. when he said to be fair, I was like letter counting. <laughs> Wait, what what was that? It's some stupid show that no one else watches Hold but that. Them. It literally it just popped in my head. He was like, To be fair, and I was just picturing them all just going to be fair. I was like, I don't know if I should say this. Dan, Jesse's gonna get pissed off, but Dan will appreciate it. Because <laughs> Dan's here, I'm gonna let it slide. I love but it is the stupidest show I've ever seen. Stupid. It's a good it's show. A, it's a funny show. It's funny. I've seen all of the seasons. It's a very quick-witted humor uh, Canadian show, actually. Mm. So uh, I don't know. It's on Hulu. Um, I'm sure it's on other, you know, other channels. But here in the U.S., it's mainly on Hulu. Just don't look so pissed off. But it's very. Uh, <laughs> It goes back and forth so quick. And some of the t lingo and terminology from up there to down here, like, it doesn't cross. I had to look up things like... Uh, a? For, yeah, a? <laughs> yeah, A. What does that mean? <laughs> but uh, they use the term in almost every episode, pitter-patter. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what does pitter-patter like, mean? Yeah, it means hurry up. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I didn't know oh, that. Come on, pitter-patter. Like, get on with it. Come on. Oh. So, like, I had to look up some stuff. to, But you can, you know, from watching the show, you can tell in context what it is. But, yeah, Jesse hates it because I used to I used to watch, like, episode after episode, like, right after it. And he's like, Dan, will you turn that TV so off? I hate that show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny show. It is funny. It is funny. But it wasn't Jesse's style funny. 
No. It was great. He hates it, <laughs> he hates it every time we bring it up. He does. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't want to bring it up. Yeah. What's, what's really obnoxious about that is I was listening to that other podcast that I always talk about with Q and everybody else, the comic podcast. Yeah. And this was like six or seven years ago. I'm doing their backlog. They said something. <laughs> and he goes, Q was like, man, I need I need to tell you about this this show. It's like super funny. I don't know if you would like it, but I think it's right up your alley. And he describes it for a minute and he goes, it's called Litter Kenny. And I wanted to throw my phone against the wall. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta be kidding me. (laughs) Sometimes I do. I have to pause it and rewind it to try to catch what they're saying because it's literally like, they're, the way they go back and forth is literally like, bam, 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 bam. Like you got, it's so hard to keep up with sometimes. I'm like, let me rewind the last like two or three minutes and try to like re-listen. Uh, but they, they're they're it's so quick witted. I I love it. I think it's just so funny. But so Jesse funny. hates it. It's so funny. Jesse hates it. <laughs> we'll move past that though. We don't need to. Let's transition. Dwell on Letter Kenny. Let's transition. We need to get back to Ashton's potential purchase of an NFL jersey. Ah, uh, yes. So the season starts. Not we've still got one more week. September College week. starts though tomorrow. Yeah, let me tell you, my man. I'm ready. <laughs> I just had to turn Ashton's mic down. <laughs> he just got into he it. <laughs> That's what we've been looking for. <laughs> West Virginia and Pittsburgh last night. Did anyone watch it? I watched. I, I mean, I didn't watch it. I kept up with the score for like a little bit, but I went to bed pretty. I'm early. gonna back out. Yeah. So former. Georgia quarterback JT Daniels is now quarterback of West Virginia oh. University. Did he light it up? Tell me he lit it up. He did pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, West Virginia lost by a touchdown. And my mom's side of the family is from West Virginia. So I did not kind of always secretly root for West Virginia. Pittsburgh beat them by a touchdown, but it was a good game. They just kept trading the lead back and forth. Uh, some really explosive running. Uh, Pittsburgh has got a freshman running back that is just the guy's going to be a a rock star. But no, football started last night, my man. College football. Yeah. I know that there were some games last weekend, but yeah, um, I'm ready for these big games tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Georgia and um, Oregon. Um, Great, it's going to be a good game. I'm ready for that one. Ohio State has Notre Dame in Ohio State. Yeah, uh, that'll be good. Um, I don't think Alabama's playing a big team. Tomorrow. No, some of some some teams start off kind of light, just kind of get into it. Yeah, um, but no, both of those. I think that's a three o'clock and a seven o'clock mm-hmm. game. So those are uh, the the ones that you mentioned are the big games for tomorrow. And I am all <laughs> in on those bad boys. I'm really excited about that. You're looking at the schedule. Yeah, I mean, there's also there's two games on at three thirty, the Georgia Oregon, but Cincinnati and Arkansas are also top twenty five. They play. Yeah, it'll be a good game. Yeah. How far did Cincinnati drop from last year? Though they're probably in the back half. Of the twenty. Yeah, yeah, they're in the back half. They went to the it's final. It's crazy. Four. Oh, they did update the college football playoffs. I saw in twenty twenty six. They're changing it up to a uh, twelve. Yeah. In four it's, years. Yeah, it's in four years. I don't know why they push it back. I'm sure Jeez. there's reasons, but. They're gonna do a twelve man or a twelve team playoff, and which I'm thrilled about because I Anybody feel like can make it yeah, any and that means instead of top four, it just means like you know the twelfth seed can somehow beat 
the one seed or you know whatever it may be. I feel like there's just a whole lot of whole lot more opportunity for upsets and nationally televised like and it good means just more. good games. It yeah. means more now. Yeah, yeah, fighting for the top twelve. You know, when you're fighting for the top four, it's it's usually pretty clear cut. You know, even yeah. if Alabama lost a game and they were thirteen and fourteen and zero, when they lose a game, they're going to drop from one to four or one to three. Mm-hmm. You know, but now knowing that top 12 like the whole the whole year is going to be a fight because that you know 6 to 12th spot can be changed if, if a 6 team loses to an unranked team they're out of the top 12 at that point usually most of the time you know mm-hmm. so I'm excited for that I think it's going to create a lot more good competition and especially throughout the year I, I think throughout the year it's going to change because um, like I said one of those one top 4 teams if they lose a game they can usually fight their way back into the top four again. But I don't know how they're doing it, the bracket wise. I don't know if they're doing like that's what I was just about to Cause, ask. Because yeah. it was what, one against four and two against three. Mm-hmm. Is how they always did it. So maybe one against twelve. I'm, I'm assuming, just curious. Yeah, I'm assuming it would be the similar playoff bracket. The highest seed goes against the lowest seed, and then two to eleven, three to ten. You know, I, I would assume it goes that way. That's exciting because even if you're a 10 seed, you're still good. I'm just wondering if it would change based on divisions because, I mean, let's be real. If you're number four in the SEC, you're probably better than, you know, number one in the Sun Belt. Like, you know you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I or just, the Big Ten. Or the Big Ten. You know, the well, Big Ten solid, you know, but I'm just saying, you know, Especially it's, the SEC, the it SEC gets competitive. Always rules all. It the SEC, yeah, is always. ACC all. has been sneaking up there though. Here and there, though, they got some solid teams that get in there sometimes. Clemson, but so Clemson. how would they do if it's twelve teams? So after first round, you've got six, and then after the second round, you have three teams. So how do they determine who four? I is? would assume uh, by weeks, or maybe first place gets placed out, or something. Okay. But it goes, I don't think it always gets, uh, so 12 teams, six winners. Yeah, I would think maybe Because it works in college basketball because they're 16. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. I, I, I meant to read up on it before we started. Yeah, we. I, I, I don't have, yeah. I should do the same thing. I should that write a little news. bit more. But it was just announced maybe what. Yeah. I mean... 10, uh, maybe 12 o'clock in the afternoon today, you know. Mm. But I'm excited about football season in general. I'm excited about the NFL. I'm excited about college. Um, but I want to get back. Hold on. I want to get back to this jersey thing. Let's wait till um, Jesse comes back. I okay. think you wanted to get in on it. That is totally uh, fine. I know when I heard, <clears throat> listening to the podcast, when I heard what jerseys you were considering, I immediately, my first thought, straight to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I love it. Well, and not just because I feel like it's a solid jersey to get. I know he's a big name. A lot of people probably have him, but I feel like on a personal level too, I feel like you might like him a little bit more than some of the other jerseys. Well, Russell Wilson, great guy too. I'm not saying anyone else is worse, but um, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers, I hope he retires with you know Green Bay, and I feel like that's a jersey that's just never going to disappear. A lot of people like him. You know, him appearing on Joe Rogan's podcast doesn't hurt and stuff like that, too. So that's why I was kind of going with Aaron Rodgers. And 
you know, he's going to be one of one of the goats uh, ever, for ever sure. for that position. You know, yeah. <clears throat> so I was leaning right from the start that direction. Okay, you know, but all right. So Dan has also put his hat in with Rogers. Yeah, so um, maybe before we jump into that, speaking of Wilson, the man signed a beefy five-year extension beefy. this week. Two hundred and ninety-five or two hundred forty-five million. Very high. Whatever it was, it was over two hundred. He's making over forty million a season. Wow. With uh, Denver, so, uh, Jess, you started this. Where did you? Where were you wanting to go with it? I was just telling you what my pick was going to be, which I texted you earlier today about it. I think you should go with Russell. Which is Russell Wilson. What's your What's your reason on that? Well. Thinking when I was listening to it again, he said Ashton made a good point. He said he'd always liked him as a person, and that made me remember, like he is like a just like a genuinely good dude, mm-hmm. you know. Not yeah. that Aaron Rodgers isn't. I don't. I don't know that Patrick Mahomes isn't. But even when he won that Super Bowl, what was it? His rookie year, he won a Super Bowl, right? Russell Wilson. I think he was in the league for a couple of years. First, I'm sure. Okay, you can double rookie. check it. I yeah, mean, maybe. they won in 2012. Check. I don't know if that was his rookie season. Though. Yeah. Um, but even back then, you know, he was on like a talk show and then he kind of was getting a lot of press and he yeah. just seemed like a genuinely good person. He's a Christian, I believe. Uh, yeah, he's been outspoken about that. Yep. He's, I don't know. I think that was a, that was a good point that I didn't take into account when he, when Ashton said that. Yeah. So that right off the bat was like, I think I like Russell Wilson over those other two guys. I think all three of them are good guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they are. Yeah. And, and that's true, um, but I don't know. I did, especially right after he was won the Super Bowl and kind of getting a lot of attention. I remember as a younger kid being like, "Man, like Russell Wilson's like a cool dude to like aspire to be." Not to mention, he broke um, some barriers too, because he's uh, one thing about quarterbacks is everyone likes to draft based on height too. Like a lot of people like tall quarterbacks, six three, six four, six five, someone that's going to be able to look over on top of the line. <clears throat> and make some of those quick and um, passes and be able to see the field. Russell Wilson's about 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, One of the shortest quarterbacks to reach that level um, of talent and play that a lot of people don't get to see that. you know. Um, so he not only competes at that level, but he does so with some disadvantages too. So I commend him on that, but I'm still going to say Aaron Rodgers all day, every day. I love Aaron Rodgers. I love the- – it comes from some of the throws like yeah. that he makes. Yeah. His arm is amazing. He can throw the amount of Hail Marys that guy's completed to win games, which I know is not like a crazy amount, but it's more than most. Right. Like that man can throw a 60 or 70 yard bomb and get that game winning touchdown towards the end. Not that Russell Wilson can't, but I'm going to say he's going to throw 10 to 15 yards shy of what like. Rodgers just has whatever you know in his arm. It's crazy to me. And Patrick Mahomes is the same. He's got a strong arm. He's very athletic and doing his thing. But even though he's been doing so well uh, since he's came into the league as well too, I think Aaron Rodgers has kind of proved himself having MVP seasons, not winning Super Bowls. Like even when they're bad, they're still somehow good with Aaron Rodgers. And with the Chiefs, I don't know like. If they have a bad team, I don't know yet. I'm sure he can. I, you know, I'm not trying to downplay Patrick Mahomes at all in this, but 
if they have a bad team, I haven't seen Kansas City with a bad team yet. Can Patrick Mahomes do the same thing when Aaron Rodgers is like, yeah, that's you know, a fair making point. this? You know, yeah. I don't know. To me, I think there's just a, but that's fine. I mean, I think all three guys are a hit. I think all of them are pretty stand-up guys as well, too. Um, I just like Aaron Rodgers for my own personal reasons, so that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna go Aaron Rodgers on that. Okay, but. so Tim's Rodgers and Jesse is Wilson. Now, what are you leaning towards? You got to have one in your head that you're still leaning towards, you know? Also, I want to throw this in there. Uh, Wilson just changed teams. I know. So you don't know what he's going to do mm-hmm. on, Bron- on, the, on Denver yet. Right. Too. We'll see. Hopefully he does well. I'm, not, I'm rooting for the guy, you know? But you know what Rodgers has done for Green Bay. And that's, I don't think that's changing. I don't think he's leaving. I think he's going to stay. I think he's going to retire Green Bay. He might throw a right hook at me, and I, know I don't see it coming. He changes teams, but... I think he's going to be with Green Bay. Okay, well, y'all have at least narrowed it down for me. So we're in between Wilson and... So when is this purchase happening? It will happen before the first football Sunday with the fellows. That's when it's going to happen. That's in two weeks. Oh, man. So I'll make, it, I'll make a decision. Yeah. I'll make a decision probably this weekend. Okay. So who are you leaning towards, though? Oh. you got to have someone that... Well, I would like you know. to keep it bit of a surprise oh what well, doesn't mean you're gonna chest. make the purchase okay. i'm just gonna roll up with uh Fine. with a jersey on. with an Fine. aaron Rodgers jersey <laughs> hey oh <laughs> i did i know I, who's gonna pick i know it's rogers no it's 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 wilson <laughs> oh i know oh, it's gonna man. be wilson um i did hear a little bit of some uh baseball jerseys that might be purchased as well too Oh, he, it's coming up. Not not hopping on James. Hey, you know you said here, you would buy one he's too. He's smacking him out of the no, park. No, I'm going to buy one as well. So all three I'm of us are buying well. Judge jerseys. Yeah. What yeah. is he still at? Only fifty. He's at fifty-one. Only, only at fifty. 50. Yeah. He's at fifty-one. And you said sixty-two. How many more games? He needs sixty-one. He needs sixty. So he's got uh, how many? How many more games does he have to hit those ten? The sixty-one tie or break the record? Tie. It's a. It's a. Sixty-two. He needs to tie. It's a. It's a. It's a weird thing they label it. It's the it. not cheating record. Is it's, what it is. it's 60. Oh, yeah. It's 60. Um, the guy had 60 home runs as like a Yankee, but had 61 total or something like that. Well, then there's also Barry Bonds. Yeah, who, but he had 72. Yeah. 71. Yeah, but he cheated, yeah. so they don't count that as a record. Well, <sighs> Sam, we're not yeah. either. So all three of us are getting judge jerseys then if... If he breaks the record. Because Tim did say it also. Yes, he did. But I know he's not going to. How about... Hmm, nah, I don't want to do that. Can I throw um, just a, a bet in there too? You guys... Mm-hmm. 30 more games. Oh, he's oh, yeah. He, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I f- he just has to hit a, a home run every three games. And he's averaging he one hit, every two games. He hit right two now. in one Is game. It? Yeah. Yeah. Well, 180 it games. It depends, they play, though. Right? I if, mean, he was hitting those home runs during a win streak. Well, he now hit that one, they're, on, they're on a losing streak right now, it can, it can change up. I mean, the, you know, the the chemistry of the team can definitely affect. Yeah. You know, yeah. But I, I think it's a toss up. I mean, if he's hitting, and, and the win streak, if he's hitting one every two games, you know, in a losing streak, hitting one every three games doesn't seem out of reach for him, but it makes it a little bit more difficult during a losing streak. You know how it could be. Well, he was at 48 last Friday, so that means he hit three home runs this week. Well, he hit two in one game. 
Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but his season average is like three and a half, one every three and a half games. He can do so it. So he's got to be beat. Tough. He's got to beat his season average at the end of the game. I mean, at the end of the year. He's just got to have some solid games. I think he could do it. I would love. The way he just smacks the ball. <laughs> Let's like, talk about it again. Let's make this a tradition then. <laughs> Listen, I can't get over it. It, it, it. It's just like when you're watching a game. It's like when we were over at my parents' house, when you knew he was going to hit it. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's just sitting there winding up. And yeah. There's and then it was back-to-back back pitches. Like, we got home runs off of it. Yeah. The next guy walked up. The same There's something run. about his stance. Yeah, like you know, well, danger is is coming. The mm-hmm. man is six six and like two hundred and sixty <laughs> pounds. They yeah. could throw it out of the strike box, and the man can still hit it with his arm reach. I mean, it's crazy how large that guy is. It, you can't. It's so tough to like. How do you pitch to that? Yeah. You could throw it outside the box, and the man's hitting home runs off. Of it's it. also frustrating though because a lot of people walk him. So that also takes away from his... Yeah, yeah at this point when people... Uh, yeah, if they're trying to make the playoffs, they may just walk him, get him to first and not risk the home run. So, But that's part of the game. And it's just something you got to deal with. It's like the fouling in, in basketball. Yeah. No. It's just something you deal with. There's it's the shack attack for fouls, and there's just the judge walks Hack in baseball. Hack a shack. Yeah. What did I say? That's it. I thought it was Shack attack, I think you said. Oh, I just said shack attack. Yeah, you oh did. man. Okay. Well, I well, sound like an idiot. Yeah. But can we can we no. uh I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there just because I feel like it's a little bit more out of reach than judges home runs. If the Mets win the World Series, I'll buy two jerseys. <laughs> a like home and away jersey? Well, no, I'll just buy two different players. I don't oh. know. I kinda like the black oh. jerseys. As a whole, they, so they, you would get the same jersey color. You wouldn't switch it up two different. No, colors. I would change it up. Okay. Yeah, I just want just two match jerseys. I think I would buy one all black match jersey, and then I'll probably buy one home. But it'd probably be Degrom and either Pete, or, or Pete Alonso, or uh, Lindor. I like I like both of them. I say you do it, but they, they I know the World Series. Yesterday. Yeah, man, man, I, I love that. They, they beat the Dodgers twice. So, hmm. to me, that was like we could compete. I think they finished the series four to three. They won the whole over the whole season. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say I know out of this series it was two to one. Yeah. But besides last game, it was decided by two runs. The two games before that were one run apiece. So to me, in in, in my head, I was like, man, that that means they can. If they played with the Dodgers, I'm like they can beat. They can compete for a World Series, so I was excited about it. But yeah, if they win the World Series, I'll buy I'll buy two jerseys. I gotta I gotta make sure what they are. But yeah, well, I'm glad you said it on air. Yeah, you guys can hold me to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) This this sounds bad because I know you've got you guys have been through it. I don't know six times at this point, but this will be the first time. In, in my lifetime that my team has won a championship. In your right. lifetime. In my lifetime. In your the, lifetime. You know, Jets have won one. Mets have won two. I was not alive for this. Well, I would say your chances are good with the Mets. Yes. Jets not so much. So. <laughs> next season. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. There's always next season. There's always <laughs> next season with the Jets. That's, that's just how it goes. Yeah. But um, with the Mets, if yeah, this will be the first time in my lifetime that like my team wins a championship, so I'll be... Balls out. Yeah, I'll be excited, man. I'll be jazzed up. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Well, they're number what? Two in the overall league? Yeah, number it was just two. the Dodgers and us. Uh, well, uh, the Astros might be above us right now. But I think after I think after the last Dodgers series, we might be second. But us and the Astros are toying with second and third right now. Yeah. I know. Everyone does. Unless you're an Astros fan, nobody likes the Astros. Yeah. But it is what it is at this point. Yeah. Yankees are like number seven, eight. They just keep dropping and dropping. I think, um, but every team I feel like goes through a losing streak. I think you guys are just going through it later. You're right. They could win the next 30. They could. Absolutely. So. I, are, is anyone, I don't know. I don't know to this depth, but is anyone injured on the team? Um, Stanton was injured for a little bit. I don't know if he came back. Okay. But that's it. Yeah. Well, but, you know, they also did some trades before the deadline, and they got rid of some people. So Did some stuff, yeah. That could also affect. But they just, they don't hit. Like they were. <laughs> they weren't. Can I just talk about Ashton just throwing these things back? He had, a, he had four last week. Yeah, I love it. The only time Ashton's levels peak is when he cracks open cracks a can. Open and I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I think we're going to keep it. Are you saying I need to talk louder? Yep. Man, no, not at all. Even, o- even over this entire podcast, this man has only chugged down like 296 calories. Good for you with the Michelob Superior Ultra. light beer. Oh. 2.6 times 3 is... I can get it quicker. 70, uh, 78. No, I can't. 7.8 carbs. I can't do it. And Ash, tell us how it tastes. Crisp. Crisp. <laughs> Stupid. Jesse will try one one week. I don't think so. Jesse's uh, glass is getting empty over there. Yeah. Yeah, go use the bathroom, Dan. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is in no way professional. <laughs> um, yeah, I got another uh, another cup here ready to go. Dan straight up has a CEO's chair. I know over there. he does. I know he does. <laughs> he's even got back support. And as the guest, he's showing up all of us. <laughs> he looks so much better on that side of the table than anyone else. <laughs> it's embarrassing, really. <laughs> so, Tim. One of the things that uh, I wanted to follow up with you on from last mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. how are the uh, how are the workouts going? So they're going good. I, t- I took tonight off because I didn't want to. Oh, that's good. Do it tonight, I guess. But I'm still doing the push-ups, the sit-ups. I'm doing those things that you uh, sit against the wall with your legs. You pretend you're like sitting down on a chair. Yep. It like burns. What are they called? all over your legs it's it's hard but i'm doing i'm doing good i'm also doing i didn't want to tell you guys this because you guys would be like i know exactly who you're going to compare me to but i am doing the carnivore diet okay joe thank you jesse <laughs> <laughs> i started last week mm-hmm. uh so how's it going so wait before we do that explain are you only eating steak? So I'm doing only things that are from animals. So meat. So I could do like beef. I'm doing steak. I'm doing organs. You're doing organs? I'm doing chicken hearts. That, that's it. Okay. So you can eat chicken, fish, beef, yeah, I could pork. Do fish. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you could do eggs and cheese. And you've been doing this for a week? Mm-hmm. How do you feel so far? I don't feel any different. I'm not as snackish though. Okay. So I don't snack. Th- I mean, I can't snack throughout the day anyway. 
But in my, so this is what I've been doing every day. I'll do four eggs with cheese and I'll do a half a piece of steak with the eggs. And then for lunch, I'll either do burgers, just the burgers with cheese or fish. And then for dinner, I'll do one or the other, like whichever one I didn't do for Mm. that. And then I can do honey. So if I'm doing something sweet, I'll just have some honey. Yeah. Because a lot of like 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 a tablespoon of honey or something, you mean? Yeah. Okay. You could put it on your cheese, though, like a sharp cheddar cheese if you put some on top. <laughs> Speaking my language, <laughs> sharp cheddar. Yeah, yeah. So other than uh, that, it's just coffee and water. Black coffee? Yeah. Yeah, you are. In fact, tomorrow morning, I'm going to get a, a large Americano. Yeah, you are. Oh, my goodness. And uh, you yeah. got to wait about an hour and a half to drink it because it's scolding that's, yeah. that's correct so hmm. I so i've, I I've been wanting to, to try it tim's doing a carnivore diet i've been wanting to try it but i haven't ever like just done it and last week i was feeling like my body was just really like feeling like shit and i was like i'm just gonna do it because i eat so much junk so um being that you can have cheese yeah. are you allowed to put milk in your coffee as well you can what about no fat milk? But I don't. I don't. don't. I don't really. I prefer just straight black. Okay. I'm trying to get him on just black coffee. Okay. So fair point. That's what I, I've been drinking black yeah. coffee Even, for about two months though. Yep. Even your espressos. Yeah. I haven't like sugar, cream, or nothing for almost three months now. Yeah, the americano is just shots and water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I gotta try that with the. Um, espresso drinks coffee i have no problem mm-hmm. you know drinking black but uh with the espresso i still get some sort of sweeteners and stuff like that so i gotta i gotta work a little bit more on that because i i prefer I the to. darker darker stuff now you're yeah. talking about just drinking shots i want to say just drinking shots but um like my normal order when i go to store starbucks has some sort of sweetener whether it be toasted vanilla um, classic syrup and different things like that. So, but I always get some sort of uh, milk in there as well. It's normally oat milk or non-fat milk. Mm-hmm. So, just changing like that up milk. and oat milk is yeah. I think is great. I, I love. I prefer milk. like those over regular milk because it leaves me too flummy. Yes, I'm the same way. Yeah, but they also upcharge you about seventy but to a dollar. Also, it's crazy for you because you love milk. <laughs> it's stupid. So. I, do, I do love milk. Yeah, I do. I do. But either way, it's nice it's nice to be doing something and I'm sticking to it. So Yeah. Yeah. Between between nice, the, the workouts, minimal workouts, but and then the diet. You wanna know what the biggest thing was that changed me over from regular milk to oat milk and non fat milk? Like you said, it leaves you phlegmy. But my job consists of me talking nonstop. <laughs> Yeah. So it's really annoying when I'm clearing my throat every three seconds while talking to somebody. Right. I was like, this has got to stop. I can't keep doing this. So that's when I made like the decision to go oat milk or non-fat milk because he's he's right. Yeah, I was clearing my throat like way too often. I was like, this just sounds weird. Like they think I'm sick or something. <laughs> yeah. Can't do yeah. This. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in this day and age. Yeah. Let me <laughs> yeah, let me ask exactly. you this. Yeah. Is coffee a energy thing for you or a pleasure? It's a little bit of both. Okay. Um, I can definitely, you know what? Honestly, when I drink, um, usually like black, black coffee or, um, 
low low sugared coffee and stuff like that, I can definitely tell my mood and um, uh, changing and stuff like that. You know, like I can tell when I'm, you know, I get energy and stuff like that from the from the caffeine. Um, so I like drinking black coffee for that reason, but. Um, I, I mean, I enjoy it. I, I mean, that's why I do. I get a coffee every every morning, whether I'm making it at home or, or Starbucks and stuff like that too, other coffee places. But um, it's a little bit of both. I can, I can tell. But that's why I think I'm so specific when I go get my coffee is because when I go get my coffee from these places, I, I know which ones hit me the right way to where I have more energy. Mm. But there's been plenty of times where I go and get coffee from places and it does not give me the energy I'm expecting. And I feel like I need to get another coffee. And so I think that's why I'm so uh, specific with it sometimes. So uh, a slightly unknown drink to do at Starbucks, if you're ever dragging one day and you just kind of want to get it quick. Yeah. So a dopio con pana. I have not heard of that. My so fiance used to work at Starbucks. <clears throat> I'd be interested if Christy knows what that is. So it's just a double shot of espresso, uh-huh. and they put it in one of the little cups, and yep. then they squirt uh, whip, whipped cream on top of they it. just blend it? And they don't blend it. It's just oh. double shot whipped cream. Okay. And the whipped cream, it's kind of a tequila lime type thing where the whipped cream cuts the sharp bitterness of the espresso yeah but like in 15 minutes you feel you're you're feeling good so uh if you're if you're ever in need of some quick yeah it'll hit you faster than black coffee will if anyone's um i'm gonna take note of that because i will definitely do that christy taught me this thing of um when you go and get lattes don't actually buy a latte buy the iced shake an espresso version and then just add the syrup of the latte that you want. So for instance, for instance, she likes a, this is not a latte necessarily, but she likes the white chocolate mocha drink. Mm-hmm. So instead of buying a white chocolate mocha where there's a lot of milk, she'll get an ice, iced shake and espresso and then add the white chocolate mocha mix to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it's a, honestly a lot cheaper because they only they're not charging you for all the milk and stuff that's added to it. Right. So she usually just does that and tastes like a white chocolate mocha, just a more has a lot more coffee flavor to it because there's not as much milk, and way cheaper. So just get a nice shake and espresso, and then add the flavoring of what normal latte you get, and that's usually it. It's usually two or three dollars cheaper, and yeah, it tastes just as good. That's just her Starbucks opinion, though. Do, do what you want with it. Of course. But that's why I always just, from now on, I'm just doing the black coffee. It makes it easier that way you don't have to think of all the yeah. things you have to choose. I made the mistake of when we, were, when we were in New Jersey, I told my brother, I was like, yeah, I've been drinking a lot of black coffee lately, but I failed to mention that's when I make it at home. I just make one cup of black coffee and just drink it. So he takes me to Starbucks. He was like, hey, you want anything? I was like, yeah. And I was like, give me the ice shake and espresso, two squirts of the uh, toasted vanilla syrup, and two two things of classic with oat milk. And he was like, Dan, I thought you, I thought you told me you just drink black coffee now. And I was like, oh, 
Yeah, except when I go to Starbucks. <laughs> so he looked at me like I was an idiot. I was like, yeah, I should I should clarify my man. I'm sorry about that. That was, that was on me. He's like, you sound I, like a woman yeah, ordering like, 10 different... He's like, you, you got that bougie drink over there. And I was yeah. like, well, I drink black coffee when I make it at home. But when I go to a coffee shop, I'm pretty specific. So uh, Dunkin' Donuts, I just get a classic cold brew, nothing added to it. Mm -hmm. Just cold brew, and that's it. And then when I go to Starbucks is when I mix and match those other flavors and stuff like that. But, yeah, he was making fun of me hard. He was just like, dude, you just only drink black coffee. He's like, you bought like a $5 drink now. What in the world? I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's my bad. That's my bad. I should have told you that. And I could see Jonathan doing that, too. That's making why it's fun funny. Of me. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anytime he has the opportunity to make fun of me, he will. And probably just stare at you for a good yeah. 20 seconds before he said anything to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's at the door? Who's at the window? Somebody's at the window, Jeff. Billy? Oh, yeah, it is Billy. I was like, what? I don't know. Yeah, that was Billy. <laughs> that creeped me out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And I said, Billy, he goes... <laughs> Just shakes his he head. Yeah, I was like, oh, I th I closed the garage. That was a problem. Oh, yeah, he's here for the weekend, and I was like, we're recording, but you can just like come hang out, you know, if you want. And I think he went to go get dinner or something. That, is so that was funny. real creepy. Yeah. yeah, I was like, who the hell? I wouldn't have even noticed. Funny. He could have just texted me or called me. Did he text you? He just didn't look. No, <laughs> not at all. Text me either. Okay. I hope he knows the garage code. But anyway, so Tim, circling back to where we began. Glad to hear that the workouts are still, still oh, going. Oh yeah, I'm good. trying to stick to it. You know, it's only been what a week and a half. I'm going to so. be curious to hear how how long are you planning on doing the carnivore? I want to see how I feel after next Friday. I might stop, but if I'm feeling good, I might just keep it going. You'd probably need to be doing like blood work and stuff to like really see if you're like going to feel a, notice a difference, isn't it? Well, More they of say like it a, takes usually like. At least two weeks. Two to three weeks till you feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or I feel like a anything. lot of diets yeah. are that way, though. You got to take some time to yeah. really develop and get your body. Because, I mean, I've, I'm cutting out like soda, candy, chips, like all this stuff I've been eating and eating and eating. I, and now it's I just so good, though. Off. I love that you're doing the carnivore diet. I just really wish you weren't cutting off um, alcohol as I much. know. But if I don't, if I, if I drink alcohol, then it's not really the diet. I know, I know, uh, you know, and I'm glad you're sticking to it, but yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, I, I, I wish, I wish it was that way. I just, I want to, I want to see how it feels because I looked up all the, like, I don't know, I don't know what's all negative and everybody's body is different, but there are, I don't even know where it is. Either way, you come in. I'm, ex I'm excited. Yeah. I'm just going to get. I'm going to get tired of the same stuff every time because all I do is use salt and pepper. That's and, it? Yeah. No garlic powder? No. That's tough. I no seasoning or nothing? Is that what you're saying? No, just salt and pepper. Wow. Salt and pepper. I mean, I thank God for salt and pepper, but garlic powder? That's a substitute. I would, I would have to do that. But that's why I'm grateful for honey. Yeah. Because it's yeah, a natural yeah. thing. Is that why you can have it? Well, yeah, but they also said because it comes from bees, so that's an animal, hmm. per se. Gotcha. Yeah. But I wasn't going to say anything because I know Jesse was going to say, Joe Rogan. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't have unless you said you prefaced it with, you're going to compare me to somebody, and I had to do it. You know, if you hit me, hit me with the, uh, I'm eating elk, 
Yeah. I've been like, oh, Joe Rogan all day, yeah. every day. Yeah. You know? I actually. <laughs> While doing DMT. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I was, I was watching uh, Joe Rogan's um, UFC top uh, commentator expressions when people get knocked out. They just show Joe Rogan's yeah. face. Grabbing people. <laughs> I love it so much. Man. I do too. Ah, it's it's ah, the greatest thing. Yeah. One of my favorites was <laughs> the last guy that knocked out, you know, got knocked out. And he was like, his eyes got all big. He's throwing his hands back and stuff like that. And, and someone said, this is the face that kids make at Hibachi Station. <laughs> I lost it. I was like, that's one of the greatest examples of all time. That was spot on. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. Yeah, he's good people. Man. Jesse, you're a fan. Of what? Of Joe Rogan. You love him. Um, Yeah. Yeah, he's cool. Did yeah. you guys listen to the... Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rogers. I haven't listened to I any of it yet. yet. Okay. I, I haven't started it. I'm still page. on the Mark Zuckerberg one. Nah. I'm like 30 minutes into that one. I'm going to skip over that one. You can skip over it, but I'm still very curious as to hear him talk. Even he though had, he had Zuck on. Uh, yeah. Rogan? I watched a. I watched like a 20 minute clip. Did you know that, Bill? Uh, Joe Rogan had Mark Zuckerberg. What? Yeah, Joe Rogan had Mark Zuckerberg on his podcast. I watched like a 30 minute clip of it on YouTube, like a short clip, and it was like talking to a politician like he was talking to a politician yeah, yeah. i feel so, like when you have that much power over just any kind of influence yeah. and stuff he like that to he's like gotta that. do it yeah it doesn't matter you want to be real like for instance like elon musk he's a real dude like you know you can ask him questions and he'll answer honestly but when you have a kind of influence over how you affect people's mindsets he's gonna answer politically correct 10 out of 10 times yeah he you know yeah, so Elon, that, that's kind of how it went. It was so I didn't. I still want to try to watch to listen to it, but the clip I saw, it was like you, it's exactly what you think it would be like. Yeah, every time Zuckerberg speaks publicly, there's a veneer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he he has up. It's yeah. not like Elon at all. But yeah, I didn't do the Aaron Rodgers one yet. He's had the past four or five podcasts he's done has have been people that I want to watch. So I need like two weeks of listening time mm-hmm. to like catch up on all of it. Outside of podcasts, does anyone here actually use Spotify as like a regular music? No. No? Does everyone use Apple Music for the most part? Apple, Apple, Apple. Okay. I was just making sure I was not the only one. Christy hit me with a left hook of like, she was like, oh man, yeah, use Spotify for music and everything. I got playlists. And she shares them with me. And I'm like, I never one time will open a Spotify Mm -hmm. playlist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't come at me with a Spotify playlist. I will... Just look it up on Apple Music yeah. and listen to each song individually and create my own playlist. Yeah. Obviously, podcasts and them selling out and stuff like that. I got it, but it is okay. I was just making sure I wasn't the only one who did mm. that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if you haven't been using Spotify for years, you're just not. I'm not getting into yeah. it. Yeah, that's it's the uh, and then every you know at the end of the year, I don't know what month it is, but everyone at the same time posts their like you year you know, in review. Yeah. 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 They're like, oh, I listened to this song or this album or this artist so many times over the last year. And I'm like, I don't think anyone cares except you. Right. So <laughs> keep listening to what you want to. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just oh, you're uh, awfully quiet over there. Oh, man, I'm just tired, I think. From your one day of working? Yeah. <laughs> It's exhausting going in for just a day. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else. 
So uh, Dragon yes. Cons this weekend. The one you're. Uh, no, that's not the one we were going to go that's to. That's actually a big one. Dragon yeah, Con is, is. is quite big. Is anyone going to that? No. No. Is, is that there, anything? Is, is there rules? I'm sure. But so much of Dragon Con is outside. Yeah. And I would like to see the parade one time. Is that something that anyone is interested in going to? If there was a group, I would go. I wouldn't want to go alone. Just Yeah. So if there was a group of, what would be considered a group? Four or five, six people? More than one person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so two people. Okay. <laughs> this man does not have two, high expectations. Two plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the first oh, through the fifth. Yep. Yeah. It okay. started uh, yesterday and runs through Monday. I think I see a, I see a lot of people get dressed up for it, and I feel like I would be the idiot that just like goes in and like regular clothes, yeah, street clothes. I feel like that's one of the few spots that if you don't go in dressed up, you're the odd man out. Right. But a lot of people go hard for Dragon Con. Yeah. So. So. Um, I will say that there's only Sunday tickets available. Friday, Saturday. We're not going anyway. Sold out. Or you can get the Sunday through Monday, which is still available for $160. Say less. I'm in, guys. Who's going? That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for two days. Well, mm-hmm. I got stuff to do. 70 separate. Each so is Monday is still like a thing? You can just buy Monday tickets? It didn't show Monday. It just showed up to Sunday. Oh. But Friday and Saturday were sold out, and then Sunday was available. Limited. Yeah. I know it's, it's, a, it's actually a pretty... Big event. I, I think people fly in for this, and yeah. I've never been, but seems oh, pretty big. And Monday's Labor Day, so that's that's why they're doing it through Monday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just AWA for the whole four days is less than a hundred dollars. Yeah. So that's a lot of money. One sixty for. Two I days. think there is a lot more things to do though at Dragon Con than oh, AWA. Yeah, sure. mm-hmm. AWA is just anime focused, but Dragon Con's like. Everything. Everything. Yeah. I've seen a lot of uh, discussion groups and stuff like that. I thought that was kind of cool. People actually go into discussion groups and like, yeah. kind of like talk about what they like and don't like and things they want to see out of like certain, um, you know, books or movies or whatever it is. Like, I thought that was kind of cool too. So um, I feel like there is a lot to do at Dragon Con. I don't know. It seems pretty cool. If we planned it one year, I would do it. Well, we've been trying to do AWA, and it's just still not working out. We can't. Yeah. Because I'm not doing their rules. Yeah. Do they have more rules than, like, Dragon Con? It's uh, the show proof of vaccination. Got to wear a mask the whole time. Well, it probably won't be the same this year, then, because CDC just relaxed. It is. Yeah. That's why we're. That's why we're so upset about it because they're still doing that. Yeah, like they it's just three years literally. Ago. I was relieved when me and Jesse got on the airplane to New Jersey, and they were like, "You don't even have to wear masks on the plane anymore." Yeah. So I figured that most events and stuff like that would come down, but it just depends on the people making the event, really. Yeah, and anime people are usually. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 <laughs> Yeah. I do want to go to um, that same event we went we went to in October last year. It was either October or November. Yeah, uh, collision sport, course. Collision course. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna I wanna go back to that and just go more prepared. 
I, I want to go now, on a, a hype day, like on a Friday or a Saturday. Yeah, I don't want to go on Sunday on when Sunday. everyone's closing up yeah. and things are sold already. Because a lot of um, a lot of the people who are selling there, before the sales even start, they'll go between each other and buy their own stuff before they you know they even make it to a lot mm. of customers and stuff like that. They'll do just trade days only, and it'll be you know two or three hours on a if they fly in on a Friday night. You know they'll you know, do something between like seven and nine. And then the event starts on Saturday at 9 a.m. And some of the stuff that you may want is already gone. So if you know somebody to get in there or stuff like that, it's uh, definitely worth it. But I definitely want to go on a hype day where a lot of a lot of stuff is selling, a lot of graded stuff or something that highly sought after. Was that when you bought all the MetaZoo? Yeah, yeah, that's when I bought the Flesh and Blood, the MetaZoo. Did I buy two MetaZoo? Yeah, you bought Tales of Aria. Yeah, I bought Tales of Aria, MetaZoo. Um, I don't know. I, don't I think I bought one other thing. I bought three boxes. Yeah. I don't remember. Maybe I bought two base set uh, twos of... Uh, Cryptonation, you mean? Cryptonation, yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think so. Um, But it was it was good. I think if uh, I think if we all went, you would... They had a lot of flesh and blood, a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon was absurd. Everywhere. Everywhere. One of the coolest sneakers. Yeah, sneakers were there. One of the coolest things that I think you would appreciate, they had an ABA basketball signed by Julius Irving. You told me about that. Yeah, I did. did. And uh, that's cool. I thought that was cool because you don't see a whole lot of like original outside of the NBA. You don't see a whole lot of stuff. But some of those earlier leagues and stuff like that was pretty cool to see. So, yeah. And if Angelo goes again next year, maybe we can go the. We could probably get back in, yeah. Yeah. Although I don't think he's gonna go. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna seem like he didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't gonna, gonna go. A lot of money on that one. But he might if he might do it if it's just like, oh, your family's over there. He might just make an appearance and not plan for if there's no other uh events going on or anything, he may just show up just to kinda use it as a free ride to mm-hmm. come down here for a couple of days and stuff like that too. Cause I went there, I went up there almost every night outside of the event. I still went up there to have like dinners with them and stuff like yeah. that too. So the hotel they stay at is nice, and uh, they got restaurants and bars there. It was the like same place too. as AWA, the same yeah. venue. Okay, like the same dealers room they were in that one. Mm. The big dealers room at AWA. That's the room they use for. They use the same room. hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Cobb Gallery Center with. I don't think it's a Hyatt. It's, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. <clears throat> Jess, I got to say, the first time we did this before I had the mic, Ashton was really down and wasn't talkative. And now look at you. <laughs> it's exact opposite. Why can't we just get it all working? I don't know. I don't know. Was that the fr- oh that was the I first missed time. this what is it no I said the first time we did this you were you were you were like Jesse and now Jesse's just like down, <laughs> down and depressed tired. So he's like I'm not depressed I'm tired it's bedtime it's eight o'clock it's nap time on a man. Friday it's nap time why is this not plugged in the charger oh the charger yeah not the not the I'm glad I caught that. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As he's sipping on his wine. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the Dragon Con. I forgot that it was this week weekend. Um, so my uh, my dad. I forget what the what the condition or the reason is, but basically he has to give blood every ninety days because his uh, blood is thicker than normal. He has to take blood thinners, but they recommend that he give blood every ninety days to keep the stress off of his heart. And uh, Life South, I think, is the name of the blood um, blood bank. Is that what you would call it? It's mm-hmm. not the Red Cross. I mm-hmm. think it's Life South. So, anyways, they said that uh, they told him that Dragon Con was coming up this weekend, and that they actually, similar to UPS does at Christmas, they hire temporary help mm-hmm. to go downtown and set up the big buses, the blood mobile, in. yeah, and that. <laughs> They have so many people that are attending Dragon Con give blood mm-hmm. while they're there that some of them have waited over two hours in line to Jeez. give blood. And they said it's just it's wild that people will be all dressed up in their what in their is. costumes. But it may be that they're waiting on uh, some kind of event to start and they're just there. But uh, with they told my dad with COVID, the blood banks are pretty depleted right now mm-hmm. so um mm-hmm. i was curious about that um when people do uh donate blood and stuff like that i'm assuming they they've got to test them oh yeah right before they do yes. that stuff yeah i feel like they got to be extra secure on that on dragon con i've never been <laughs> nor heard uh, of going around that area at that time but i've heard it's pretty crazy when it comes to that kind oh, of yeah. stuff you know, I feel like they got to be pretty strong with their their testing, and you know, right? You know, you know what I mean. Uh, so, not to go too much in depth, but I feel like Dragon kind of is a odd place to set that kind of stuff up. Hey, b- based on what they were saying, the uh, the nerds are saving lives downtown <laughs> oh, while well, they're for them. dressed up as stormtroopers. So, <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> but it. Uh, it would be fun to to do that once, the parade at least. I know that they have a, a at least a Star Wars portion of it. It'd be cool to see that in person because yeah. some of the people do go full out mm-hmm. where they actually look like they walked off of a movie set. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. did we bring something to talk about at all? <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> Did you not? Didn't we have something? Top five albums. Yeah. You said you were you had some stuff in mind. We did top five albums. You asked me about the jersey. I want to talk to Tim about working out. Um, I do have a topic. Yep, go for but it. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I couldn't remember if we started one. Not saying like we need one. I so can't remember. I was on the internet and I came across <laughs> an article about Disney. Uh-huh. Mm. And they have decided to make a TCG. It's oh. called Lorcana. And the premise is it's in one of it's like all of the Disney worlds combined, kind of. And it has a veteran from Wizards of the Coast who has also helped design Ooh. the art. It's a good sign. Um but it is a treasury of all the Disney songs and stories ever made, all characters. 
songs. it's where they're kind of recorded. The players take on this role of Illumineer, this powerful sorcerer that has the ability to bring these characters to life off the page. So players will be bringing a band of their favorite Disney characters together to adventure the world of Disney. Mm. Is this digital? No, it's a TCG. Well, I know that, but it so, could be digital. Is it? It could be so, also. What do you mean by songs? Like maybe some of the card cards are like have like phrases and stuff from all the different things. Sure. Or maybe it's an online TCG. So you can too. get like a circle of life trading card. Maybe. Uh, so many, so but many questions. I feel like there's a lot to the, dig deep on on that. Yeah, it's a modern storybook art style. And I mean, I didn't get to look at it all. Um, but it's inspired by their Disney films. And they're making a TCG next year in 2023. Mm. I mean, it's called Lorcana. I feel like it's so popular right now. A lot of people, it'd be smart, especially for a company like Disney to jump in on, on yeah. trying to make money off of it. But I don't know, know how, how cheesy it's going to be. Oh, it's going to be incredibly cheesy. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be for kids. That's what it's going to be. They're gonna. I just, uh, I don't know. I I thought they I would, would have done that. it about two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it would have been I a mean, good time. I think they're jumping in on the tail end of it, but I yeah, think it's I feel gonna, like it's gonna be cheesy for sure. For sure. I think it's gonna be a Hearthstone style because it looks exactly like the same. Uh, I think it's gonna be like an app. You think it's gonna be physical TCG? Does it say that at all? It doesn't say it, but I assumed it was. <laughs> <laughs> Each million dollar franchise is collectible trading card game. The first, okay, <laughs> it says the first sets are expected in 2023. Physical? Did you suck too hard? Shit. Um, that's. Yeah. Um, it's a lesson for the week over there. Don't suck too hard. That's what it seems like. It says the first sets are expected to release in 2023, and then they keep referencing board games. The collectible game will include modern storybook art style. Isn't that weird? Like, what? I'm not sure what it's like. It sounds like they're going to make it like like a board game, but I don't know if like it's it's just. It, it's yeah, it it's says a weird concept mixes both traditional hand drawn hand drawn qualities seen in fairy tale storybooks with new digital techniques. So is this going to be, it seems like they're focusing a lot on the artwork. So I feel like it'd be more of a collector's thing than a game thing. Yeah. The, I, I mean, I'm sure the game's not going to be fun. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've never played a TCG anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. I did play Pokemon back in the day. Yeah. I mean, we've all I dabbled. Too. We yeah. tried Magic for a little bit, but. Magic? Yeah. That was fun. I was just showing Billy my uh, those the like sets I've been completing, and he was like, "Oh, I remember this card. Oh, I remember this card. It was pretty cool. I liked it." Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what to think about it. You just, <laughs> you know, just sprung it on me. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna take one card series at a time. I'm just gonna try to get into sports cards right now. Yeah. Good luck with that. I know, I know. There's so much to even learn about that. So gotta take baby steps. But yeah, I don't know. there's a lot to Pokemon. Even I didn't realize how many sets they have in Pokemon. You know, there's so many. 
Hmm? Yeah, I hit a cord. No, you're good. Okay. You know, there's so many Pokemon, like, I don't know, series. Like, I didn't even realize, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, I know with some of the stuff in sports and stuff like that, it's going to be difficult, but I don't know. It's definitely something I've taken the most interest into. Disney, though... I don't know. I would love to get into some of that stuff too. I think I got to see what it's about first. I think if they do like limited first print runs and the and it turns out really good, I think it would be worth getting like at the beginning of it. Ground level. Yeah, ground level. It's a big. It's a big company. So yeah. obviously, if if it's something that does take off and have yeah. the first edition and the first yep. rounds of stuff, it could and definitely be valuable in ten or fifteen or twenty years. And when you have Disney on it, you're bringing in all the Disney collectors too. Yeah, not just TCG. A ton of those. Yeah, on Disney collectors. Yeah, if they have a first edition stamp on it. Ooh, <laughs> it's Wizards of the Coast. I'm sure the artwork will Ish. look really good though. Maybe because I mean they seem to be bringing a lot of people who know what they're doing. And when I saw Wizards, I was like, sign me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. I mean, it it would be worth it to at least buy a couple. It would be of cool just to wave. see like Disney characters on like a yeah. trading card. Yeah. You know, speaking of on the trading card thing, I don't know if I told you guys this, but I just found out that there are buyback cards. Have you Have you ever heard of those? You told me yesterday. I did, but you could tell the people. Jesse, did I tell you no. about those? Or okay, so it's big in sports cards, um, and I'm assuming it could be very similar to other trading card games and stuff like that. But it's when a company buys back a regular card. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be anything special, just a regular card that they put out there. But they'll only buy back a certain number of those. And then they put a stamp on them. So it's like, you know, that that stamp is raised on the card and then they'll number them, making it more valuable right off the bat. <clears throat> but it's the same kind of card as anything else. Mm-hmm. I saw one recently on a Kobe Bryant card. I saw the regular Kobe Bryant card and I saw the buyback Kobe Bryant card. It was right it was graded, had a raised stamp on it and then it was numbered out of 99. But the value of that same exact card that was not bought back was another 2 so, or 300. dollars I do have a question about these buybacks. Do they just sell them as a single buyback like when they when they're done or do they put it in a random pack? That um, I'm assuming it's not even put in packs. I'm assuming it's like you you pull the card, and then for a limited time you can submit the card as a buy, and then they'll just maybe give it back get it right you? back. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That's what I'm thinking because it was literally just a regular. It was like a '98 or '99 Kobe Bryant card that I saw. Regular card was like I don't know thirty forty bucks, and then when I saw it as a buyback with the stamp and numbered. It was selling for like four and five hundred. So, but it's a regular. It's just a regular card that Panini or Tops or Upper Deck bought back, stamped, numbered, and sent it right back to the owner. It's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, it's definitely. But they did it for like a limited time. You know, as soon as they got the number cards that they wanted, cut off, done, and then they just. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. I kind of like it because there's nothing flashy. It's just a stamp mm-hmm. with a number. Stamp and a number. That's it. And people get them graded, of course. Of yeah. course. You got to get everything graded. Yeah. You'll just wait about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Jess, how you doing? I'm living the dream, man. Tell us something new. What's something the topic new. you got? I don't have any topics. I didn't bring anything. <laughs> I, no. think, I think you're ready just to go lay down. No, I got nowhere to be. 
Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I can just say your haircut looks great. Thank you. Thank you. It feels a lot better. Did your wife uh, like it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a no. I mean, you obviously, obviously, obviously she prefers the longer hair, but I think she's like okay with this length, but I'm, I'm not going to do long hair for a long time again. It was too hot. It was always in my face. It was too much. I think a lot of it has to do with your job too, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have to wear yeah. a hat every day of my life and it just got tiring and annoying. I got headaches every day because of it. I, I always had a headache because I was pulling my hair back mm. to keep it out of my Pull face. On the scalp and so I get home and like I'd have to lay down for like a half hour just and then take, take like ibuprofen or something. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was getting too much. Well, it looks good. You look fantastic. Spanks. Tim's next. Feel good. I'm so far along and winter's coming, so I'll probably just hold out. I'm excited to be wear to be able to be I'm excited to be wearing beanies again. And not having like the hair yeah. flying out the bottom of it. I stopped wearing beanies a while ago though. Yeah. I just it makes your like it just makes the top of your head hot like the forehead area that's the point of a beanie to be warm that's the point of a beanie i know that it's the point of the beanie but that's why i stopped wearing it because <laughs> i he used to described why I used to, everyone I hate, wears a beanie. I, I was like that's why I but i used to wear beanies in the summertime too <laughs> i hate that beanies work yeah. <laughs> i used to wear beanies all year round yeah well, you don't it keep never... it on your forehead. You pull it back to your hairline right here. And then you look weird, though. No, you don't. Uh, that's a good look. <laughs> okay, you're nuts. Can't. Can no. I just point out how healthy Tim's hairline is? Yeah. I mean, the man's not going bald anytime no. soon. I mean, not. thank God, because uh, my, my dad started going bald when he was in his 20s. It skips a generation. Yeah. I don't know, because dad still has a full head of hair on him. You're only, think, 20, you're only 26. You, I think you guys Billy's got your, 33. I think you guys yeah, got Billy, your... Billy wait, is still 31. healthy over there. 31. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll be fine. I think fine. you guys got your uh, mother's side of hair. Me too? Yeah. yeah. There's no way. I have my dad's hair too. He has my dad's hair. I have my mom's hair. My mom's dad's hairline is like exact. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But either way... Mine grows... See, Jesse's will grow out and kind of have that nice suave flow. <laughs> Yeah. Like yeah. 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 But either way, still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're bringing you in. We're bringing you in. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, the um, I like the I like the shorter hair. I'm I'm preferring it. That's a solid pour. Right I'm a fan there. too. Just Thank want you. you know. Minimal foam. Just a nice. There it is. Number clear four. Top. Yeah. You'll love to see it. I'll take a yeah. selfie. <laughs> Dan, you should bring a glass next time. Yeah, we need new glasses. Yeah, this just keeps it. I know. I do need a glass. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. I will pull a glass next time. This just keeps it colder because I'm a slow sipper. I nurse my drinks a lot. Looking yeah. like a soccer mom over there. Let's <laughs> 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 put boy mom on the side. Oh, man. Yeah. So does Alicia do uh, men's haircuts as well, or only? She does mostly women's, um, but she'll like she'll cut ha- cut Larry's whenever he needs one. But Larry has long hair. 
Yeah, she does trims on him a lot, yeah. though. Okay. Larry's hair is majestic. He's got, yeah. Um, but I think for the most part, she does women's hair. Yeah. I know at the salon she works at, it's pretty much, if I'm not mistaken, almost all women. Mm. They do um, hair, mm-hmm. makeup, and uh, some skincare and stuff like that now, too. I got to give her props, though. Um, she did tell me she's one of the few in her salon that does, like, makeup and hair so she gets pulled for a lot of weddings so she makes a lot of side cash because she can do makeup and hair they only have to hire one person and not everyone at her salon um can do both so i gotta give her props to that because she was telling me some of the money she makes on on these weddings especially in the northeast northeast is like they make their weddings are pretty big sometimes and she makes a lot of money on those makeup and hair and Stuff like that. So I got your props on that. But yeah. this salon, I feel like every time I go in there, I don't think I've ever seen a, a guy inside inside of that salon for the most part. Yeah. It's always been, anytime I see her cut a guy's haircut, it's always Jesse or Larry. One of, one <laughs> of the two is one of them. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, that's even better. You fly all the way to Jersey just to get your haircut. And that's the last time I got a haircut. It was the last time I was in Jersey. It was two times ago, but I haven't gotten a haircut in Georgia in about two years. Do you not like going to the... Every time I go, they do it wrong. Yeah. Or I just don't like it. Yeah. I thought you yeah. had that one lady you always went to. Well, we had the first one. She moved away, and then we still went to see her for a year or two, and then we just kind of stopped. Then I found that other girl that I knew from uh, camp. Um, I don't know what happened. I just, I guess I just thought... I think I grew my hair out after I went to her for two or three times and then we just lost touch and I didn't want to like come out of the blue a year and a half later. And then I went to Sam's club, our fantastic Sam's. I did see that girl, Monica, that may be who you were talking about. And then she, she left the salon. So then I just stopped getting haircuts. It's hard to find a good barber. <sighs> yeah. That cuts hair. Although just the way you want it. Yeah. Although Savannah is seeing this girl in the square now, she's actually in, I think she's a Kuhn. She's somehow in the Kuhn family. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're everywhere. And uh she she asked her if she does men's hair and I think I'll just go see her next time. Yeah. I can't remember her name though. I don't know. You could just take the Jake approach and just shave it every time. Yeah, I can't do that. Post Malone. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Jasmine will just buzz cut his hair every time it gets a little long. Yeah. <laughs> I, I no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll ever. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever do that. He kind of reminds me of Zach Galifianakis in Hangover Two. <laughs> yeah, with the big beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's, yeah. That's Did, well, hey, you had a question for me and Tim. Well, my question for Tim was about his no. uh, his working out, and okay. then my question for you was about your trip. Oh, so you fit it in pretty well. Mm-hmm. Good for you, man. What trip? Jersey. Oh, that was at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Oh. He snuck it in. Okay. Yeah. Did you bring something? So when I talked to you guys, you guys said, we'll all bring topics. No need to, to do it all. I was going to write down like six or seven, but I only wrote down one. I think you should start doing six or seven. <laughs> I think that should be your thing. Yeah, because yeah. I had multiple things last week, and well, it seemed to be it? Yeah, you did. going yeah. well. 
And I did not come prepared this time because I thought everybody <coughs> was going to bring stuff. Well, who cares? We're not prepared. We're just, like we're just talking. Yeah. So what did you bring last week that you did not talk about? I talked about everything. We I talked think. about everything. You did. Yeah. Touched on everything. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that's his sweet spot. Four. Four is his sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. It is. that's what he has. I brought week. a. I'm I, looking I, at him. He's getting the giggles over here. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm all for it. That's the action I'm a fan of. I, I brought a hypothetical question for you guys. Okay, I was about to say because you had all this verve when we were at. Italian oven Earth. on uh, on Thursday on Wednesday. <laughs> Explain that to me. Let's run that back. Did we talk about that the questions? While yeah, because we you said yeah, I'm gonna have some, but they're gonna be hypotheticals. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys want to see the Italian oven? <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're just gonna skip over <laughs> that. Yeah, we this. talked podcast business without you. <laughs> no, it was it was before practice. We were on the way to practice, and I left, and he was already there. So I I met up with him and had dinner, and then we went to practice. Mm-hmm. What did you? What did you? You have? wouldn't have come all the way down you, for that. What did you have? Chicken Caesar salad. Nothing fancy. Oh, we're gonna skip over that. Ashley, what did you have? Caesar salad with ha. a calzone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. At least okay. we got a little a little something thrown in there. Okay. All right. So also hit. had a Caesar salad. What kind of calzone did you have though? <laughs> What kind of meats did you throw in that bad boy? Pepperonis and mushrooms. Ooh. Ooh. And down the whole thing. I was the impressed. It was a big one. Thing? I was impressed. <laughs> the, the server came up to our table. I was halfway through, and he's like, can I get you a box for that? I'm mm. like, no, I'm going to finish it. If you would kindly yeah, step right. away, sir. I have a <laughs> lot of food to eat here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a super slow eater, and Jesse just gets business done pretty quick so he was it ends up him just watching me eat yeah and i've still got half of my plate left yeah. <laughs> it gives right. me time to ask him questions when his mouth is okay full. that's, that's what i do yeah i eat fast i don't really like take my time just to throw another another topic out out there i would uh like to like to see what um i know you're a falcons fan they're patriots fans i'm a jets fan what you think the records might be for this year? Do you have any opinions on that? Or Falcons, time to think about it? Falcons will be under five hundred. Well, that's a given. I feel like the Jets are might be the same. <clears throat> so, but I would like to hear from maybe them what they think the Patriots might be. It was a a I'll, light a light off season for the Patriots. I'll so be too many big I'll signings. be happy going nine and eight or ten and seven. Ten and seven. I'm good with that. Because we have a tough division. We do. Now. We do. Miami's been good for a couple years, but they're starting to get better. Miami, I think, yeah. So I think it depends a lot about Tua. If Tua can handle it, I mean, he's got so many. I mean, they just signed uh, Tyreek Hill. They got got, got so many offensive weapons. It's going to be. Even even if Tua did subpar with the staff that he has around him. They should still be able to win games. That's how good they are. I think. Sometimes. I think obviously Bills are kind of, yeah, already the, given to the number one. But yep. then I think Miami, yep. then Pats, and then Jets. You think Jets are going to last, right? Okay. Not a knock. I'm just saying. I know. I was just talking to to uh, Jesse about that last year. We had four wins. All we have to do is break another four or five wins with. The moves we made in the offseason and in the draft class to make it 
right at that 500 space. It's not like it's anything drastic. We had four wins. We just need to make it to nine and eight now that they have 17 games. So we just need to make up another five games somewhere. Um, I mean, I think so, I think the league is way more well-rounded than it usually is. It is. So, the Jets, I know this is the thing about the Jets. I know in our class, um, I think we have a good possibility of splitting between the Patriots and the Jets. I think we might go like whoever's home, mm-hmm. I think might win the game. Dolphins are a toss-up. It just depends on how Dua is doing. Tua is doing. And then uh, Bills, I think they're just going to sweep our entire league, our division. But I don't think there's a chance. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Josh Allen's going to pop off. He can run. He can pass. He can do whatever he wants to. He's like a a, a young Big Ben. He that, can do whatever he wants that's to. A, that's why I enjoyed last year's game when it was in Buffalo, I think, when yeah. it was like negative degrees and there was wind yeah. everywhere and all they did was run the ball. Yep. Yeah. That was a fun game to watch. It was, it was crazy it to was watch. It was a fun game to watch. Absolutely. And uh, so I think it's going to be interesting to watch. Falcons, I think it's going to be tough. I'm not going to lie. But you know what, you Six know? and 11. Six and 11. Okay. I would I would like to see if we can uh, maybe grab a schedule of what our what our games will be, and then maybe form an opinion of like theoretically I'm gonna be unbiased as possible. I would love for the Jets to go seventeen and zero. You know, obviously that's not gonna happen. So of course I would like to kind of get an opinion of like what everyone thinks their team might go for the season. I know the Jets they have a very difficult schedule. We're facing right on week one. The Ravens. I feel like well, I mean, they're. I feel like they're close to a Super Bowl con- contending team. I think Lamar Jackson's coming back healthy. Dobbins is coming back healthy. Um, I feel like they got a good team going for them. I think the Browns, outside of Deshaun Watson dropping, I don't know who their court. Do you know who their quarterback <laughs> is going to be? I don't even know their backup. <laughs> they got so shafted they in got, that deal. Yeah, I, I mean they got rid of. Uh, What's his name? Mayfield for like a fifth or sixth round pick. Yeah, I was like, it's mind blowing. <laughs> the Jets traded the uh, Panthers for four picks for Sam Darnold to that same team. Second round, fourth pa- fourth round, I think a sixth round, a couple like a fifth or sixth round. I was like, Jesus. So there's a lot of good games though. There's week gonna, one. Yeah, a lot yeah. of good matchups. A lot of division. games. Our division games, I think, are going to be solid because I think the Dolphins, no matter how much that you know talent they have i think the jets the patriots the dolphins i think they're gonna be solid games obviously. i mean we got we got pat's dolphins week one saints falcons week one. Oh man saints falcons week one. that's gonna be the one to watch man that's gonna <laughs> no, be a, it's not yes it is i don't care what you say that's a rivalry right there it is a rivalry well, but it's not gonna, gonna be you also got packers vikings great another great rivalry wow cardinals okay. chiefs okay well, I think Chiefs are taking that. Oh. Colts, Texans, I think that'll be pretty good. I don't see any reason why. And then Monday night <laughs> we get Broncos at Seattle, Denver at Seattle. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's gonna be a game right you there. You know, we're all. It's at funny because uh, you know the Broncos were not good. Uh, obviously, not good. They had what Drew Locke playing last year. So the fact that they got Russell Wilson playing now with the same, they also had a. Uh, I forgot uh, his his last name, but I think he's a defensive back for the Broncos. Curtin or something like that. Curtin the second that I'm was sure. out for a long time. He was a solid defensive player that I think is coming back. I think that's gonna be a fun game to watch. 
because we don't know who is Geno Smith starting for the Seahawks. I don't know. I don't know who they named their starting quarterback. They got the Seahawks. I, if I'm not mistaken, in the trade, the Seahawks got Drew Locke from the Broncos. So it might just be an okie doke of quarterbacks there where they're just kind of swapping at that point. But that's going to be a fun game to watch, nonetheless, the fact that Russell Wilson's playing. Drew his, Locke. Yeah, yeah. He was for the Broncos before. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I um, think that'll be a fun game to watch week one. In Denver or in Seattle? In Seattle. Wow. Yeah. I think that's going to be a fun game to watch. But that's also, definitely. the very first game of the season is going to be a really good game to watch on Thursday night. Thursday night. What is it? Bills-Rams. Oh, my goodness. That's the way they're starting off? Yeah. First game in the season, Thursday Man, night. What heat. I mean, yeah, that might be the Super Bowl. Yeah. Then they're playing week one. Yeah. Okay. It, it will probably be the Super Bowl. I yeah, think. it probably. Yeah, I think there's a heavy percentage chance that that's that's a Super Bowl. I would like to see Cincinnati go back though. But uh, did what? Do you know who the the Rams lost? I think they lost OBJ. He hasn't resigned with. He anybody. hasn't decided yet. Well, he's off the team. I'm pretty sure. I don't think he's resigned with anybody though. Um, I think he's a free agent. I thought he was going to go back. I mean, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. Yeah, why if he was going, he was, he was going there to begin with for a Super Bowl ring. I don't see why he would back to back leave. Yeah, it's the and, best place uh, to go. And the Bills, I would love to see the Bills get their outside of the Jets in their division. I would love to see the Bills get their first championship too. That would be cool. Josh Allen deserves it. That dude is a workhorse. He's I, he I can't all around they lost great play. To the Chiefs last year. Oh, that was that was that was a game. That was a game. Yeah. That was tough. But Tyreek Hill's gone. Didn't he drop like two passes on the end? Didn't he get, didn't he like I don't I know it's fully. it was a tough catch, but he it went between his hands and hit his helmet or something like that and bounced off. It might have been. I think that was a like a big controversial play and stuff like that too. So it's gonna be interesting. I think it's gonna be a fun year of, of football. I think teams have gotten better. And uh I was surprised to see the Vikings too. The Vikings released their quarterback from last year's draft. Just dropped him. He was like a third round pick and just let him go. I was like, you didn't even give him time to develop. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he's got to practice or learn or something. He's like, just dropped him after one year. I will say though, this like year in the past couple of years, there hasn't really been like an absolute need for like, like a lot of teams have their quarterback. Or what they think their quarterback will be. Yeah. I'm still on the side on the Jets right now. I mean... I don't know what Zach Wilson's going to turn Listen, into. you were all in for Sam Darnold, and then... You know. He's been all in for every quarterback the Jets have gotten <laughs> for the past I will never be all years. in on the Jets, okay? He has 100% every, I'll always be all in. Every time they've gotten a new quarterback, Dan's been like, this is it. He's the guy. <laughs> Franchise quarterback here. <laughs> Over the last two years, we've had the biggest changeup. Coaching, GM... <laughs> Quarterback, wide receivers, defensive back, linebackers. We changed everything at this point. Yeah, I don't know. Who are the Jets? Dan? I don't even know at this point. Yeah, it was just a... Back when uh when we had the game night a few weeks ago, <laughs> Billy made a great comment about how making a decision at eight years old can ruin the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That was me. I was eight years yeah. old. I said the Jets and the Mets. Yeah. Those are my teams. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are today. I know you guys can't hear me on the mic, but yeah, when I was in Jesse work, I think I was like six, there was a magazine and it had the Lakers locker or the Bulls locker. Mm. And I was like, pick one. And luck would have it, I picked the Lakers. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. And we have the locker to this day. Yeah. You still got what the same locker. Number five? Number five. Locker. Yeah. Corral on the back of the locker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember. And it that. says Billy on it. Oh, oh, Billy right on the front. Rick Fox? No, Robert Ory? Robert yeah. Ory was Ory. number five. Yeah. yeah. That was it. Thank God. And that's the origin story of Here why we I'm are. a Lakers fan. Because <laughs> my older brother bought a locker <laughs> out of a magazine. <laughs> yeah. At least there's some sort of proof. I made the Man, unbiased who, decision to choose the Jets. <laughs> so I mean, what? It's like an alternate universe. What if you picked the Bulls locker? Would we like Kobe Bryant? You would like Michael Jordan what, a little bit better. Well, we still like Michael Jordan, but yeah. Man. It started from just a magazine choice. Wow. That's a good hmm. conversation for a larger question. Yeah, it does. What is the meaning of life? What's the meaning? Like, <laughs> The meaning of life is Ma- if you pick the Lakers or the Bulls. <laughs> Magazines used to be so much more important back then. The crossroads things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't be in Georgia. That's true. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Definitely. It's the uh, first strike and never made the move. Jesse and I were actually talking about this a few weeks ago about music that if he had not decided to play drums he never would have met savannah so oh that's true and you don't even like drums <clears> all that much well you do but yeah guitar is number one yeah every time i get into that it's hard to explain but yeah i, I love drums yeah yeah i'm mixed between drums and guitar i feel like you but. you um obviously you like just music in general mm-hmm. but i feel like at the time when you started playing the drums it was because that was the need at the time. No? I mean, how it started was we got rock band, world tour, a garage, Guitar Hero World Tour for Christmas, and Billy took the guitar <laughs> and said, and I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to play the drums. <laughs> That's the first time I ever played drums. Um, so I guess, I guess you can say out of necessity, yeah. But even, yeah, when it came to real music, I don't know what it was. I guess it just gravitated towards the drums at first. But yeah, that would have, uh, that would that's a big life, life choice. Like playing the drums. Who, who knows what would have happened? Yeah, we get, that was like the first one we ever recorded. That got super deep when we started talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who knows, man? I, I and I told him and we talked about this also. I don't know if me and Ashton would ever even be, have become super close friends because our relationship started with a guitar and drums and music. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So how was the found foundation of that? Because I feel like Ashton and your entire family have been around ever since we really um, moved to Georgia. Honestly, what was it that really pushed you and Jesse over the edge to get closer? We didn't reconnect until after high school. We were, I would say, pretty close at Peoples. And then when we went to Creekside, kind of had different different friend groups. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I would say that 
Creekside, we really didn't hang out. And then after graduation, we didn't hang out until we started playing at Maverick's church. Mm-hmm. So Maverick actually brought us back together. Yeah. And did Maverick ever go to Creekside? Mm-mm. So that was a friendship you guys maintained from Peoples. Yeah, me, him, and really him and him and Maverick were much closer. But me, him, and Maverick kind of started to hang out <clears throat> towards the tail end of Peoples. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Never hang out. At least I didn't hang out with them outside of school maybe once, but I don't think I ever did. We were 14. We didn't yeah. have Yeah, we never hung out outside of school. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of at the mercy of our parents. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because um, I think that we had pinned that down. Maybe 2016 was when we started hanging back out. Yeah, again. probably. Yeah. I feel like in 2018 was when we really started regularly hanging out. Yeah. Y'all were all living together at that point. Um, as much as I hate to say it, Overwatch was part of that. Yeah, it was a big part of it. <laughs> yeah. I just remember we don't Jesse, need to get into that. <laughs> Jesse coming out of those Overwatch days that you guys had. And I was like, how was it? He was like, not good. <laughs> just like, is it ever good? <laughs> he was like, not really. <laughs> I was like, why, why do you continue yeah, to do true. it? That's right. It's true. <laughs> it was just that was a tough day whenever Overwatch was involved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was a reason to get him over for the entire day. Yeah. I mean, eight hours we would yeah, play. Yeah, we would know life at for eight or ten hours. Yeah. Stop to go get food and uh Yeah. While everyone else in the house was carrying on with their day. We'd be sitting <laughs> in the middle of the living room with two TVs yeah. playing. Yeah. No, it was great, though, because it ended up um, bringing me into the friend group here. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, it's like who I spend the majority of my time with outside, <laughs> yeah. of, outside of work. So yeah, yeah. It's, been, uh, it's been great. Yeah. But, no, would that have happened outside of... Music, I would say probably not. I don't think so. Sadly. Yeah, no, we had pinned this down a couple weeks ago. It was like Jesse wouldn't have met his wife. (laughs) The two of us wouldn't have reconnected. Um, Just how things possibly could have been different. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy because you're right. Like the whole reason you met Savannah is because you were the – the drummer at the band. Yeah. You know, not even that I was working there. You never really dived into music or anything like that. Yeah. Life would have been totally different. It's not even because music, um, was the thing that took you further, I guess it was just the relationships you built out of it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy just because of a small decision you made one day, one day you woke up and said, you know what? Let me learn drums. Yeah. Seemed like such a minor decision. And then you, yeah, it it changed the course of your life over yeah. that one. Yeah, let me learn drums today. You know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, and even the fact of like for like five straight summers, that's what I did was left Georgia, went to Florida, probably four, I think four summers, mm. and like left all of you know you guys. I went to Florida for yeah, two months straight. Yeah, right in the neck. I can tell you that. Yeah, I mean, and I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for music. I wouldn't have gone just to work there. Yeah. You know, I went I went because I played music, you know. Right. So even even all those relationships I built there wouldn't have existed without Do you music. hold on to a lot of those relationships that you um built there? 
I, I mean, to this day, some of the campers still message me on Facebook and just check in with me and just be like, because when I was there, they saw me as a counselor and as like a, you know, older person, although I wasn't even that much older. Like a leadership figure. Yeah. But yeah. The, I mean, and then shortly after camp, I had a lot of them that I kept in contact with seeing, checking in with them, seeing how they're doing. Cause like there was a lot of kids went that went there that gone through stuff I've never experienced. Mm. So yeah, I would talk to a lot of them about it. And to this day, I still have three or four that will still probably continuously message me being like, and I'll just check in with them, say, hey, hi, how's this going? How are you guys doing with this? And so, yeah, there's still quite a bit of relationships that, yeah, wouldn't exist. Wow. Yeah. Cool. It kind of gave me a little bit of like, I don't know, made me feel like I was actually doing something with my life, mm-hmm. you know, being that person to some people. Do you think uh, as far as being like a leader or someone someone mm-hmm. like, looks up to and stuff like that, that's yeah. what kind of made that difference for you? Yeah. 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 Um yeah, pretty much. I think influencing anybody, no matter what dynamic or part of the life that they're in, can always leave a residual effect mm-hmm. sometimes. You know, it could be minor, it could be big, but the fact that you made a difference uh, some way, somehow is. Yeah. I mean, I like to think cool. so. Yeah. I don't know if I'm sure it wasn't just solely me, but they, I mean, they talk to a lot of people still. Like Adam, me and Adam still talk to specifically a couple people. A yeah. couple kids, mm-hmm. but yeah, the fact that I can at least be a little part in that helped out. And a lot of the kids that you were um, there with at the time, they weren't too far behind you as far as age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is helped. It, is it weird to see them grow up and get married or have kids? Or um, yeah, I mean, a couple of them are married. None, none of them have kids yet. But okay, yeah, yeah, because they're kind of. Cause I feel like I'm still their age too. I feel like I'm still like a kid, you know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> he had to get that in there. Yeah, I know. I know. Good thing. She, good thing the mics can't be heard from all the way over there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. I don't know. Music is a yeah, music's a big part of our lives. Hey, let's also not discount the fact that you also got Tim a girlfriend. Yeah. I take a hundred percent credit. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> he said you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of it too, man. Let's see. I I'm kinda curious <laughs> to see how that played out. I know there was weddings and hanging out involved, but Tim when did you realize or want to make the effort to proceed a little bit further? Jesse's wedding. Past a friendship. It was Jesse's wedding. Was the wedding? I can't even remember 95% uh, of that I don't day. really remember it being... It a little before that. I don't remember it being the wedding, but... It was here I, when we were at a party. I, w- I was... Yeah, we started texting. Remember that party? At, we started texting in Christmas time. Uh, yeah. Before, okay, so two months before the wedding. Yeah, two really. months before the wedding. We didn't. Yeah, it was. Oh, we don't have to talk about that speech. <laughs> Top notch. The, yeah. man's, um, the man's eloquence. <laughs> well, after the wedding, we weren't even dating till March. It took a little while, but COVID is what solidified it because she stayed with me for like three yeah. or four months straight. Yep. Yeah. But outside of, uh, 
I guess, like the outside factors, what really internalized it for you that you're like, you know what, let's, I'd really like to take it to the next step or progress to a further relationship. It's tough getting to know someone to that level sometimes, but. I don't know. We just, we just, it just felt right. We, we (laughs) hung out and I mean, we get along so well and she has the same interests as me. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't annoy me like a lot of people. (laughs) That's good. That's always a good sign. Yeah. As long as you guys are both happy. Yeah. Biggest thing. So that, that's kind of a branch off of that also. You probably wouldn't be dating Savannah, Hannah. <laughs> yeah, Tim, why would you yeah. be dating Savannah? <laughs> My second glass of rum. <laughs> it's only been two, Jesse. Uh, Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Fine. two. He's finishing up over there. That's my second. What is that right there that you're sipping? This is refills of this. <laughs> sure. Like, I need proof? <laughs> it's real. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, Just had to double check. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, Jesse, thanks for... <sighs> yeah, you're welcome. ...making me spend all my money on somebody else. Yeah. Or, you don't need to put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> now I'm sorry. you feel really bad a little bit. I know. Now I'm sorry. Why do I start I mean, talking about that? I mean, it all came from like how... Music? Yeah. How you met Savannah, how Someone music was. was important to your life. Right. And how you met Savannah through that. Right. right and right, then right, how right. Tim met Hannah through you and Savannah. Right. But no, it's very interesting because I don't think I've ever really learned. I, I mean, I knew about you and Savannah. It was very kind of, you know, you talked about it, got advice and when it was first happening and everything like that. But nothing we really got out of Tim. Next thing I knew, I was, you know, I blinked and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm dating Hannah. I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's. That's cool, you know? Yeah. Cool to yeah. get your uh, viewpoint. It was just kind of a I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have dated her as quick if we didn't live together for the first, like, three or four months. Yeah. Well, it takes a lot of time to get to know somebody, and you guys are kind of forced in that situation. And that surprisingly, not everyone has that and surprisingly enough, she actually still wanted to be with me after I was working 70 hours a week at Dollar General during the pandemic. <laughs> oh, so. man. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised she stuck around. There I was never man. off. Yeah, I know. You were working a lot d- during that time, man. Yeah. It was crazy. Getting all that overtime. Getting I all that money. As much, as much money just, as possible. Those are the days, right? No, <laughs> no, no yeah. matter how much money you earn, they suck it up. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, you got extra money? Maybe yeah. we should do an a extra special date this weekend. The $200 we you just earned. should be because you know Chrissy's going to listen to this, Dan. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I would be careful yeah. where you're treading right now. Okay. I'm gonna, <laughs> Chrissy's going to listen to this? I'm sure she will. She follows the oh, did she really? Nowhere podcast on YouTube. So <laughs> yes, it shows this up. Is, and as soon as it's sure, uploaded, she gets a notification. Make sure in one of the, uh, the points Time you codes? put, Dan, Dan talks, yeah. About. Yeah, talks about Christy. Yeah. If someone we'll can that. put in the comments, I'm going to mark it right now at this time frame. If you can just uh, time stamp it in the comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christy, I love you. <laughs> best lady on the entire planet. All, right. <laughs> All jokes. No jokes. All jokes. Honestly, yeah. So, Jess, did you have a hypothetical question? Or were, you just, <laughs> yeah, were you just bluffing? No, I did. Okay, yeah. let's hear it. All right. 
All right. I was thinking about this today. If you could choose one thing that exists right now, whether it's like a movie or a song or a team, what would you want credit for creating? You know what I mean? Whether it's like, Ellie, you're you're okay. That was Ellie. Whether it's, I wish I wrote this book. I wish I created this team. I, I wish I wrote this song. I wish I wrote this movie. So, New York Jets. <laughs> Just fine. Dan said the New York Jets. Yeah, he did. That was quick. Um, so I guess this would probably change with time. Mm-hmm. With no, I'm sure it would. Yeah. Um, I think I can rattle mine off right away. Mm-hmm. So uh, T.S. Eliot's poem, The Four Quartets. Mm-hmm. Can you quote it? I can quote the first part of it and maybe 60% of the second part of it. Can you give us a little taste? Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the first part. Yeah. If you could, I hate uh, to put you on the spot here. <clears throat> Speak it in a soft voice so I can really get the full effect. Clear my, clear my throat. <clears throat> Go ahead. All right, so the first part of it is called Burnt Norton. Hmm. Time present and time past are both perhaps present and time future time future contained in time past if all time is eternally present all time is unredeemable what might have been is an abstraction remaining a perpetual possibility only in a world of speculation what might have been and what has been point to one end which is always present footfalls echo in the memory down the passage which we did not take towards the door we never opened into the rose garden my words echo thus in your mind. You want me to keep going? Yeah. <laughs> if you want to, I'm don't not going to stop you. Don't stop now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what's your what's your brief summary summary of that? Because what I took from it is that time is super important. So, um, Elliot wrote that right before and during the Second World War, and it was a meditation on time, and he wrote it towards the end of his life. So, um, it's, uh, something that you, so there's a, there's a saying with Elliot that you don't read Elliot, you live with him, which means that you don't read it through once and understand exactly what he's talking about. You have to chew on it over time. Mm -hmm. So it's just this. Like use an iceberg where you see a little bit of it above the surface and it's just, mm-hmm. you can dig down so deep with it. So um, what I've been trying to do is memorize the four parts and do one part each year. So I learned the first part last year. I'm working on the second part this year. And uh, so, yeah, that's mine. Didn't uh didn't Super didn't mean deep. to get that, that deep was, with you guys. No, I like well this was the point of the question. Say, I was, really like it. That was a hundred percent it. That was beautiful. Yeah. First off. Um I understood maybe about fifteen to twenty percent of it, but I've never for like never I've never felt more emotionally attached to you. So that's <laughs> right. That, <laughs> that was deep, man. That's one that's of good. the that's one of the beauties of it is that you read it and it's like grabbing sand where so much of it falls out, mm-hmm. but you can tell that there's 
something there. There's a lot there yeah. to to kind of gather and benefit from. So, so have you ever read it? Um, something like that. I feel like is very deep. So, have you ever read it at different emotional states and have gotten different things from that kind of vocabulary? Yeah, for sure. So. The first time I heard it, I was actually listening to, um, it It was like a lecture on uh, YouTube and a guy quoted a portion of it and he was connecting it with kind of the craziness socially of the time that we're living in where um, it just seems like people are kind of losing their anger to things where I might have uh, I might have my perception of how the world is and my truths and you might have yours and they might be different but yeah it's like it's okay if you have yours and I have mine but there's downsides to that where we can all become so fragmented that no one's looking at at the world the same way. Right. So there's no right. social cohesion. Um, but that, and part of Eliot's truth in his poem is that there is wisdom in tradition and the past. And so there is, um, it's a useful endeavor to, to read and try to learn what men in the past have left for us because there's eternal questions that people have always asked and there's some questions that we can never fully answer but that we can get close enough to yeah. it so um if if you don't mind me asking too so i know you said you've read that um literature multiple times and you can kind of got different things out of it um what were what would be some of the things that you got when you were feeling low from that scripture versus what you felt when you were reading it, when you were at like emotional high mm. or a happier place, I suppose. Um, so there's one passage that, um, I really like in it that, uh, sometimes you might feel pressure to, um, not, maybe not necessarily be the best at something, but feel like you don't quite measure up to people that you're, around mm -hmm. and uh, so he's got uh, he's got a passage in the second part of that poem and he says uh, what there is to conquer by strength and submission has already been discovered once or twice or several times by men who we cannot hope to emulate mm -hmm. but there is no competition there's only the fight to there is only the fight to discover what has been lost and found and lost again and again and under conditions that seem unpropitious perhaps neither gain nor loss for us there is only the trying mm. the rest is not our business so um, there's questions that we won't be able to answer yeah and um, there are people that have lived and people that are living that we can't even hope to emulate them right yeah uh, we all have our shortcomings, but the tail end of that, for us, there's only the trying. 
the rest is not our business. So you make you make the best of what hand you've been dealt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So um almost seems like a almost like a principle that can apply different ways in different situations kind of up for you to interpret and kind of change to an, apl- an applicable situation. Right. So Wow, that's deep, man. That was good. That was great. So, uh, yeah, that would be that would be mine. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you guys got anything? Oh, of course. Uh, I already I, knew right off the top of my oh, head. Oh, did you? Yeah. What? If I could take credit for something? Yeah, take credit for it. I mm-hmm. would love to take credit for Studio Ghibli. Oh, wow. okay. I, good for you man I am a big fan of all their hand drawn animation and if I could have taken credit for that or helped draw it would have been cool hmm. I could watch all those movies a thousand times so yeah. that's mine that was easy yep Jesse go ahead I don't have anything <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That, that'd be something I have to really think over. Um, I would be torn between something that would just be cool and entertaining, or something that um, would just help people over over time, like something that could be yeah. help people drive their passions or or just get people to think. Uh, I don't know. That's like a it's a big question that I don't have an answer for right off the top of my head. Top of your head. Oh, I thought you would have said the Jets. He did. I already did, but that was like more of like a joking manner than he a did. serious question, you know. Yeah. Um, well, if you guys want to come back to it and let you think, we can talk about House of Dragons. Okay, I'm on board with that all day, every day. I've been. I know Ashton, you don't watch it. We'll let Tim and Dan talk for a couple hours, and I know Jesse doesn't even care about it. <laughs> but I've been on board for. The last two weeks, and it's been great. Yeah. I haven't had really any complaints about it. No, I mean, the last... Uh, I remember me and Jesse were actually talking a little bit before him and Savannah watched the episode, and I was like, hey, man, just like be prepared for a lot of talking, a lot of dialect and different things like that. Dial- I don't know if that's the right word. Dialogue probably is the right word for it, but I was like, it's a lot of talking, conversations, and things you got to piece together. And he was like, oh, great. <laughs> That's not Jesse <laughs> at all. He, does, he, does, yeah, he does not want to see that. But I don't know. Throughout the entire episode, even the conversations kept me interested. And then just leading up to what it's leading into, that third episode, um, seems like it's jumping probably one or two years ahead. Weird. Yeah, it was weird I, how they I, did that, they, how they introduced it. Yeah. They didn't talk about it. They just like, oh. Like he has two kids already. Yeah. Spoiler alert. For the record, if uh, you haven't seen these things yet, he has two kids in this episode. Um, but yeah, like you said, it was. Uh, it looks weird how far they're going to jump ahead. That, yeah, it does. So I wonder if the, that also leads me to believe, like, is the rest of the series that way? Wait, like, I hope. Not. When did he have two kids? That, exactly. No, in the That's, in the trailer in the episode for the trailer, next one. You mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. It both shows, kids are born. Yeah, gotcha. both kids okay. are born, and it, it, it with the redheaded girl. Yeah. You mean the his, king and the red-headed yeah, girl? As well. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm just glad he didn't marry the 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think she's much different. She's still super young, too. Plus, you know, yeah, the, the redhead's probably only two or three years, but... Yeah. 
They play different roles, and like uh, you, you know, both of their obviously it's a different time frame, so it's not as weird as what back then, I guess, of what we think it is today. But mm-hmm. um, the way their dads told them to like, oh, go present yourselves, I'm like, that's weird in general nowadays. Like that yeah. would freak me out. And then if I was the father of one of those girls, I'd be like, oh, thank God you're not marrying. Like you know, but in that time frame, in that era, and stuff like that, I guess. Uh, that's just the way it was. I hope I hope this episode is not like just straight up into the future because I was enjoying the pace it was going. Yeah. Just kind of getting the idea of what it was. Yeah. And I wanted to see what the brother was going to do. Yeah. he was plotting something. Unless there was just like a low for two or three years where nothing really happened because we know what happened at the end of season or episode two. But, you know, I'm thinking maybe it was just a... a uh, a drag for two or three years till one of the children were born. And that's possibility. It was just like no storyline really. And there was just, everyone was just doing their own thing, not really doing too much until heirs were born. Well, regardless, I think, I think the show has been made pretty well. And I I think so. I think it's, yeah, I think it's holding up pretty good so far. I hope they don't butcher it in some way. I'm just wondering what the plan is as far as is there one, two, three, four seasons? Well, they and already, how far they already they officially announced season two. They did. Mm-hmm. And then how far do they go? Like, do they go up until the point of where Game of Thrones I hope kicked so. in? I hope like, like you know, right. Daenerys is 14, yeah. 15 years old. And it's 200 years before Game of Thrones. So yeah. that'd be cool if they just did the whole 200 years into it. The and fact then, that they just skipped two years. Yeah. Like, I feel like leads me to believe that that's what they might do. I hope, I hope they can at least let it go for like four or five seasons. Because I know it's really just based on House Targaryen. So... Yeah. It's not really like about everybody. It's just really about them. What I'm curious about though too is why Jesse Jesse watched the full Game of Thrones series, right? Yeah. What has you so disinterested in this series versus the Game of Thrones series? I was disinterested in Game of Thrones too. Oh, it was okay. just kind of I'll watch it if everyone else is he, doing yeah. it. He really only made it through Game of Thrones because we were all living together. Yeah, okay, hundred percent. I don't yeah. think he I would have you. even made it through. Would you have made it through Sopranos? Would you have even started it? Oh yeah, you think so? I would. I mean, it probably it would have took me starting it, but when I started it, oh yeah, I would have finished it. Yeah, I think great ending. Yeah, well, I only yeah I only started it because we were doing it together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It probably so would have took you longer to watch I, it. Yeah, I probably would have never started it even now. But I think if I ever did start it, I would have for sure finished it. Is uh, anyone going for the pops on those guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I yeah. like them. I'm going to get them all. I do, I am There's too. only six of them. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, uh, the pre-order. The shop was probably going to be hard to get. That's the one that's going to be hard to get. But you know, the uh, pre-order on, on Amazon. Is already yeah. I already ordered it. Pre-ordered. Speaking of Amazon, has anybody started the Lord of the Rings show on Prime? Uh, it just came out today, Two didn't it? Two episodes came out. I still haven't yesterday. seen it. Yesterday. Yesterday. No, I, I don't think I'm going to yet. I, I don't have any interest to. I heard the pacing is... Slow. Although I did see a photo of Sauron in front of his army, and that made me want to watch it. Mm. But for right now, I don't think I will. I heard a lot of like, if you're just a general watcher, yeah, it's it's a okay, like it's good. But if you're like an actual Lord of the Rings fan and you like seen you it know all, the stuff, yeah, yeah, you're gonna be like not hmm. too much into it. No, no I'll be more. In, I'll yeah. be more into that than Game of Thrones, House of Dragons. 
like I would prefer to watch Lord of the Rings over House of Dragons. I don't know about that. No. I would. I'm just a bigger fan of Lord of the Rings it's, than yeah, Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, that was happening. Yeah. That's for sure. It's making me want to rewatch Game of Thrones, though. This show. They just did you see they remastered it? Yeah. Uh, 4K yeah. UHD and yeah. everything. They went back and redid the whole thing. I mean, Game of Thrones is a really solid show. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's good. It was never. I never thought it was bad. I just was never really like, oh my god, I can't wait to watch the next episode. So, I didn't really care to see it. So I'm only really watching it every week because Savannah's super into it. I'm super into it. Too. I am too. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna. I be don't great. watch it on Sunday Christy, nights though. Christy is all into it too because she's, uh, she was already like, obsessed with the dragons and everything to begin with during the regular series. So the fact that there's a whole series based on that family. Yeah. She's, I do like the like way the dragons look. Yeah, they look the dragons really look sick. great, and um, mm-hmm. you know I think it's cool that they just kind of when a Targaryen is born, they kind of place it with a dragon too, with an egg. I thought that was really cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, just the whole the whole series. I'm excited for it. I don't know what's going to happen yeah, with I'm it. Excited. But I'm excited for it. It looks like a lot of manipulation, a lot of yeah. back and forth, a lot yep. of betrayal, a lot of yeah, exactly going behind somebody's back yeah. and trying to take over and. Different things. I think this episode Sunday is going to really like pick up. I think it's going to pop off. It's going to go hard. Yep. I think it's going to be Especially a damn those, good episode. What are those? What was that place they were going where everything was getting eaten by? The Beatles or the, yeah. uh, was it a Beetle or was, was it something else it they was, called it? it the crab. They called it a crab. crab. The crab. I think yeah, they're going to go into It was the stone. That. And that guy with like the, the mask. Yeah, the mask. Oh my God. That looked, that looked stone creepy. Something. It looked good. It, it's some, it's going to be something I get into. I can yeah. tell you that. It looked awesome. Yeah. Yeah, those crap, those, uh, yeah, just how they feed off of other Stone people. barons or something? I don't know, stone something. So, I can't remember. remember what it was. I'll watch it Monday. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll try to watch it Sunday. And, uh, if I'm not too, not too tired. 10 o'clock is so late, though. I really wish they'd pump I it out at nine. nine. I think it is. It, nine. Yeah, they changed it. Okay. Um, but, it is nice to look forward to like a TV show every week again. They um, the first week was ten o'clock though, but they dropped it at like nine forty-five or something like that, or nine fifty. So I'm hoping they can continue the trend of well, nine said, o'clock. I got an email from HBO. It said nine. Okay, nine. So you could you could probably yeah, I'll do that. I'll be excited. Jess, if you want to watch it with me, just mm. right there, across the driveway or two. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Ash, no, are you going to be watching the Lord of the Rings show? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page. I really wish you would. Uh, Game of Thrones, man. I think you would like it. Mm. It would be cool for you to get into it, but that's on your own time. It's a lot to watch now that it's however many seasons deep and prequels and stuff are starting to drop now. So, But I do think it's something you would enjoy. I'm curious if y'all feel like you're in the same boat. I feel like I have so many shows and series that I'm either watching or need to watch. Yeah. That when someone throws me a recommendation, it just so goes I, right out the other end. Right, yeah. I feel like that all the time with Tim. So he makes fun yeah. of me for almost every show I haven't watched. But yeah. <laughs> so so what about the Lord of the Rings? Makes you not want to watch it. The fact that okay so. So there's kind of a few layers to this. One is I've never read Tolkien's novels. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I am not, I I shouldn't watch 
any of that before reading the original. I don't know if that's weird, but so that's one part of it. The second part is that do I trust Amazon to do a good job with Lord of the Rings or do I think that they will use Lord of the Rings to smuggle in their social agenda at the expense of storytelling? Likely. Mm-hmm. I think it's likely. Um, it is likely. I've heard. So, and then also, I like the Lord of the Rings movies. I think that they're good. Is it one of my favorite franchises? No. So, um, I don't know. Maybe it'll be it'll be killer, and I'll have to watch it. But I'm not hopeful. <clears throat> well, the first two episodes came out yesterday. Oh. Uh-huh. And did you watch them? No, I've read reviews as I always do. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't all that. So far, yeah. Because there's there's Tolkien purists. I was actually reading one earlier today that don't like the Jackson films because of the supposed liberties that Jackson took over the original source material. So there's even people that don't like what Peter Jackson did in the early 2000s hmm. that are really not happy about Amazon buying. Yeah. So You know, I was going to be a little bit um, disagree with you just a little bit on the social agenda part mm-hmm. of Amazon until um, just a movie that I thought would be very simple that I just watched recently was uh, Lightyear. Mm-hmm. And the new Disney movie through Lightyear, they put in a uh, lesbian couple, which honestly is not that big of a deal. Um, it wasn't like forced into your face. It was just a family that was within the movie. But I feel I do feel like that is a subtle way to push social agendas. You know, like I said, that to me, according to other um, issues that are happening, that's a very minor one versus some of the other stuff that's happening. But I think it's a very real possibility. I haven't watched the Lord of the Rings series, even even the movies or anything like that. But up until I saw that, I was like, you know what? They put that in there with an intention or a purpose. That's not something you usually like. It is, it's an animated movie. You put... You have to go out of your way to put that in there, right. you know. So I do think uh, a lot of companies are going to start doing that, just putting like, "Oh, this is the way we think," so we're going to slide it into our movies or our TV shows, and you know. And uh, so yeah, uh, that's I think that's definitely something that could happen. That uh, I you know up until three four weeks ago, it's like, no, nah, I don't think they would necessarily do that on purpose, but it's definitely a thing, you know. Yeah, but. I've never really watched. I I'm sad to say I've never really watched Lord of the Rings the first, second. Never watched the Hobbits, anything like that. Dan owns time. all the Lord of the Rings movies, though. I do have them all. They they had a sale on Google Play for like thirty bucks for all four K versions of the movies. Right. I've never watched them. Right. One of the Black Friday Best Buy deals was Lord of the Rings four K, which I bought. I've never watched them, but I have them. I've I've seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. I haven't watched the 4K versions. I've watched the first Hobbit, but it never caught my attention enough to to keep watching. Yeah. Um but I'm just so distrustful of the way that 
so many of the intellectual properties have been handled recently mm-hmm. where they use them as vehicles to push a certain yeah. or multiple social um, agendas, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think that like the the Star Wars movies just it's it's too bad what they did to like Luke's character. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's too bad what they did to the trilogy, right? And the franchise, it, with the it, name Star Wars, yeah. is too bad what they did, <laughs> right? It's like the original trilogy is the one everyone agrees is good, and then the prequels are just memes, <laughs> and then the most recent three are just bad, right? Yeah, yeah. they're um, just bad movies. Yeah, but it's. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't really want to get into that. But to answer your question, will I watch Amazon's Lord of the Rings? Probably not. Yeah, I'm the same way. Well, Dan, the, would you, you watch it? Um, will you watch it? I would watch the first three movies first before I even got into prequels or anything else like that. So just maybe to see what the hype is about. Maybe in another ten years. Uh, yeah, yeah, at least ten, as well. <laughs> maybe 10 15, 20, You know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It would be the equivalent to if someone was just getting into Star Wars, would you watch them in chronological or would you would you say, hey, start from episode four, five, and six and then go into it, you know? So yeah. I wouldn't want to watch it out of order because I would want to go into it with the same excitement that pev- you know people that have previously watched it had the same excitement going into it. And that's why they got so into it. Make sure you watch the extended versions, though. Yeah, the four and five hour movies. They're Got like it. Three and a half. Let me put that on my bucket list. They're like three and a half. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of Lord Listen, of the Rings. Yeah. 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 All I'm saying is, <laughs> if my mother can watch all three extended versions Did in she? one day, yeah, her and my dad watched. In it. one day. Was she not probably drinking? No, this I don't was know. this is when I was younger and she watched all of them they, they love them yeah my mom watches she's probably seen them more times than i have she still wants to go to a harry potter world though just throwing that out there. well there's no lord of the rings world i know i know <laughs> that's true tim kind of taking a detour here did did your father know about the dirty pair kickstarter no he didn't know about that i don't think so i never talked to him about it but uh Actually, haven't mentioned. I I didn't talk to him yesterday about it. I should have. So when I get the Blu-ray, I feel like I need to hmm? take it over to your parents' house. Yeah. And you come over, and the yeah. three of us watch it. I would love that. Yeah. I bet he would love that too. In Blu-ray quality. Yeah. How many is it? Is it multiple seasons or just one season? There is a main season, and then there's a second season that's a spinoff. Okay. But is Which it isn't same, as good. Is it the same like voice actors and mm-hmm. the same? Okay, it's just spinoff. I'd be down for that. Okay, and so would he. What what movie was that? Anime from the eighties. Okay. okay, it was one of my dad's favorite growing up. And Ashton got is getting the Blu-rays. I jumped in on a Kickstarter back in October, and then yeah. Tim told me a couple weeks ago that his dad loved that show. Yeah, I'm like, man, what are the odds? Sometimes when I hear the stories of of Uncle Ed. It, blows my mind sometimes like yeah when he was living in baltimore he was going to a lot of these comic and anime shows in the 80s before that it was way popular he's like oh yeah i actually had the original outlines of this character before it was even put into production and different things like that i'm just you know 
just cool to hear. I, he's like, I sold everything now, and if I had it now, it'd be worth so much money. He's just like, yeah. But he, the fact that he got into it so early and had some of these early uh, he had you know, outlines and Disney cells mm-hmm. from like the actual movies, like the Lion King and what was it, the Jungle Book? Jungle Book. That the was Jungle it. Book. Yeah. yeah. He, yep. He had Blue original artwork from it. It Before the movie cool. was made, yeah. he had the the people who went out there and did the drawings for the animation. He had that pre work on like in a frame and stuff like that, you know. So it's just some just to have the information knowledge that his dad has sometimes is is just really cool to have, you know. It's just awesome. I feel like original is the perfect word to describe describe your yeah. father. Mm-hmm. He had so much stuff. He was just he was. He was in it right when all that animated or CGI and different things were just getting started. But in order to get CGI, you you had to have those outlines first. So that was like back at Christmas when yeah. you, when you gave me those Lupin figures, and your dad was like, "Oh yeah, I remember playing the Lupin arcade game in, in the '80s." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Do you want to talk about it, Ed? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm here for it." <laughs> I know some of the things he says. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, like when he met Eastman and Laird. Yeah. He met them, the original creators of Team NC, and got them. He he would talk to them, get them to sign his comics, and yep. then it was just like crazy. Because back then, like it wasn't a like big. It was just nerdy. Yeah. Now it's cool. Now it's cool. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the one of the first like comics or books or whatever yeah. that you know took off. So, right. so back then, if you were in it, you were OG. Yeah, that was you, the original. You had all the cool stuff. Yeah, that was my uh, that was my something you want to take credit for. It was Ninja Turtles. Was it Ninja Turtles? Okay, okay. It was man. Listen, that was one of the best creations of all time. Nobody who could fault you there. They were just on that comic show that I'm talking about. They had Eastman on there, and he brought the first ever sketch of a Ninja Turtle, and it looked nothing like it, obviously. But seeing it, it was like it was like history. He had it in like a case with like a combination lock on it and stuff. Mm. So that made me like that's that's freaking cool. So that was that would have been it. Yeah, man. Yeah, they wrote that comic as a joke. They didn't think it was gonna sell. Yeah, that's crazy. That's not. I wonder if uh, things like Transformers had a similar background to that because obviously they came around you know around the same time, but. Who who would have ever thought that machines turning into trucks or helicopters or this or that is something that would have taken off mm-hmm. you know in the time era and yeah. stuff like that, you know. But Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty pretty cool to think about. So whenever we get to talk to his dad about that kind of stuff, it's just just cool to hear the stories and soak it in, I guess. Let's do that. Let's have a watch party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel think? like uh, Transformers was probably influenced by Japan through Gundam. Yeah, Gundam, absolutely. I can. I don't even know that much about Gundam, but I know once again through his dad the figures that he gave us to build and stuff like that was like, you know, I, it was almost the same thing, but it seems like a Japanese thing to come up with. And the Japanese have a uh, genre of show called Sentai, which is what. Power Rangers took in the 90s, which Sentai means something like fighting warrior, but there would be the actual 
person that would have a suit or some kind of power, but then they would have a vehicle. And then the vehicles could all be combined into like a super, I think Power Rangers called them Megazords. Exactly Dan would know. Dan yep. is a that Power Rangers OG. Yep. I was from the start the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That was me. There was Megazord. Um, but yes, so in in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, they all had a robotic animal. Yep. That would combine and and turn into Megazord. And some of those collectibles from the early nineties have some money attached to them. Yeah, like they are cool. But Megazord has always been the pinnacle of that because that is the pterodactyl or the tiger or the dragon and, and different things like that that were all combined into one megazord that right was, that was the big thing so that's exactly uh, you know i didn't know about that other stuff before but i know power rangers that's for sure i was there when episode one dropped i was there i remember they were practicing karate right in their high school gym and different things like that i remember that jason billy and uh kimberly kimberly zach Zach, the, yep. And then Trina was the, the yellow Power Ranger. Yep. All of them. In fact, I actually know um, a relative of the red Power Ranger hmm. from the original Power Rangers. She used to work with me in, a number of years ago. So, And uh, what was, was Jason the red Ranger or the white Ranger? Jason was red. Uh, Tommy. Tommy. Was right. the white Ranger. Yeah, yeah. So he was also white and green Ranger. He was right. a dragon. So it went between the white Ranger and the green Ranger. He had the ponytail. He had the ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> He's still to this day, probably the most popular power Ranger of them, of them all still go around, do signings and different things. Like, and he, he even competed in UFC fights too. Yeah. 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 It's morphin' time, so, Jess. It's morphin' time, baby. Yeah, that's it. He's the guy in the Let's morphin' time. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Would you go back and watch that show again? The originals? Yeah. Absolutely. It would be more nostalgic. I know it was corny and stuff at the time, yeah. but I'm not going to lie. Well, TMNT, I think, made an appearance on the Power Rangers, too, at one point. I think they did. They, they I'm pretty sure they did. But, yeah, when the... That episode when the Green Ranger turned evil for whatever reason, it was probably a couple episodes, not just one, but I remember when that happened, I was like, no way. And I was just like pulled into every single episode. I was jazzed up. I was like, is he going to go back to good or whatever? And then he turned into the White Ranger and all this other stuff. I was like, man, let's go. Tommy is like, you know, he was... He was just a guy, but that Green Ranger was probably my favorite. He had that gold chest plate and everything too. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Tommy, Tommy was the guy, though. He was. Team. Yeah, he was the guy. I remember even going to see the uh, movies when they dropped. 1995 was in the first Power Rangers movie drop. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It was with uh, all those little, um, I don't know, you know, the soldiers. I don't know what they were called again, but they were fighting over the U's and different things like that. But that first uh, Power Rangers movie was awesome. Was that I the one it. with Ivan Ooze? Yeah. Okay. Ivan Ooze was the guy who controlled the Ooze. Yes. And then there was that. And then Power Rangers Turbo was the second one. I remember the theme song. It was like, Power Rangers Turbo, go, go. I was like, oh my God. I was like nine years old. I was like, I'm ready to fight a truck. Like, you come at me. I got it. Yeah. But yeah, man, those were uh, some good, I don't know. Those are just classics that I got into really hard. That, uh, those seasons. And then um, uh, Time Force. Space Rangers. Um, Space Rangers. Yep. 
Power Rangers in space. Yeah. Yeah. Those were right where I started falling off. I got I started getting a little bit older and falling off that wagon a little bit. But right. the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the Turbo, Space Lightspeed Rescue, Time yeah. Force, those were yeah, those were right where later. I started yeah, yeah. Those are right where I was falling off. But I, I remember like of them, but I never got into them. Like yeah. but yeah, those especially those first movies and then uh Power Rangers Turbo, they had the um that's when they got the cars. I was mm-hmm. jazzed up about those vehicles. Some of them had SUVs. Some of them had like race cars and stuff like that. I was like, yeah. And they brought in some of the older Power Rangers who were kept, you know, prisoner and stuff like that, and like a submarine and stuff like that. It was, uh, but either way, yeah. Those are those are my those are my, yeah. Those are the classics. Kimberly in uh, oh, Kimberly. in in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the first time that I had the realization that oh, this is. Uh, I don't like this girl just because she's she's cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I realized I was straight, yeah. you know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After that, I saw the pink Power Ranger. I was like, I'll never waver off this. <laughs> I was like locked in. I've Kimberly never associated the word "spicy" with a girl before <laughs> until now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That 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 pink Ranger was. Uh, yeah. That uh, we awakened a whole different. Man, what First a enemy. that was actually a great movie. There was the uh, the roller skating scene in the beginning of it. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, man. I um used to have the VHS of that. I think I might have the DVD somewhere. I, I would have to really dig into everything. But yeah, that those first couple movies. It's all coming back. Turbo, yeah. Lord Zed, Rita, oh, Bulk yeah. and Skull. Uh, yeah. Who is the little um out? Uh, Alpha. Alpha. Yep. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Lord Zen. Alpha, Alpha Five, I think it was, wasn't it? Wasn't the guy's he name? Might have had a Maybe after. later. I think he was just called Alpha, Alpha. In, in Mighty Morphin. And then, um, who was the head honcho? The guy that was the projection? The head? Um, uh, hold on. I know this. Lord Zed was the evil guy. Yep. Zordon. Zordon, yep. Yeah, Zordon. That was it. Zordon and Alpha. And then uh, Jason, Kimberly, Trina, Zach, Billy. Billy. Actually, yep. Jesse the did. The Blue Ranger. Yeah, yeah, he was a Blue. Yeah, so uh, Jesse did a pretty cool play on the uh, Pops with 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 Billy. Uh-huh. He bought the Blue Power Ranger and then popped off the head <clears throat> of a Harry Potter character. And uh, it was Harry Potter and put his head on top of the Billy oh, pop. Okay. And it looked just like the OG Billy. Cause he was, you know, nerdy guy with the round glasses and everything. And, um, yeah, that was when he, Jesse got through, he went through like a small spurt of like customizing pops, like, right. you know, making like, you know, it was pretty cool though. I remember when he did that, I was like, dude, that is spot on. Like it was cool. Yeah. So look at you. I know. Listen, venturing out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Power Rangers was a good time for me. That yeah, was, that was yeah, and I went from Power Rangers to into a. Do you remember? I don't know if you know this, but Beetleborgs. Hell yeah, yeah. So I went right into Power Rangers into Beetleborgs. Yep. when I was a kid. So, and it never got as much love as as Power Rangers, but yeah, it was it was, it was definitely very different. I think people were just trying to create spinoffs or some type of that because Power Rangers had so much traction for five or six years. That they wanted to make something similar to that, you know? Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Power Rangers to me can never be replicated. It come in, it was the first of its type, I suppose, and came in full force and everybody liked it. It was just like, 
you know, kids wanted to be them. Kids that were at that age wanted to be them as well. Kids that were younger wanted to grow up to be them. And it was just, I don't know. And Power Rangers was just like, just a... It's really cool be- because Japan had been doing that formula for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, a franchise from the 70s called uh, Ultraman. And then uh, there were several shows in the 70s that I I still like watching. They were animated shows, but um, one's called uh, Voltes V. Um, what is the one that's... Uh, there was one that's actually got popular in the U.S. as well. Um, but that that team of five, typically three guys and two girls mm-hmm. that were martial arts fighters, and then they had a robot that they would get into to fight. Yeah. To fight the big monsters or whatever. Who, but who is? Do you remember the the? I know there was Lord Zed and Rita. What was the gargoyle looking guy's name? He had the gold suit. Oh yeah. He had wings and everything attached to him. <laughs> we got to look this. We're up. We're about to find out. We got to look this one up now. But yeah, I forgot his name. I. It's it's bothering me, but um, Jess did did any of y'all watch um, the TMNT animated series on Cartoon Network with Teen Titans? It nope. would come on like the same time block, about five o'clock in the afternoons. I don't think so. And it was before Teen Titans became kind of the slapstick comedy. It was yeah. back when it was kind of more more serious. No, I don't think so. I never watched any of the Nickelodeon TMNT stuff. My uh, Goldar. Goldar, that was it. How could we forget that name? His, his suit was literally gold. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother would be interesting to kind of talk to about the TMNT and GI Joe era of the late eighties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, looking back at it now, my brother had some of the coolest toys and different things from back. Then. Even when we went up there. Um, in Jersey, I don't know. I forgot what was the name of the toys that you saw that Lana was playing with. The Star Wars stuff. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. Micro something. Yeah, there was, but there was a set of toys from like the late '80s that my my nephews were playing with. He was like, "Oh yeah, those were mine from mm-hmm. like I was a kid." Micro something. Micro something. Yeah, yeah I, I can't remember. But yeah. my brother had some great toys that unfortunately got lost in the multiple moves that we had to make in our when we were kids and stuff like that. But he, I mean, he had some of the original, I remember the death star millennium Falcon toys from the eighties that they had that would open up and, you know, characters can go in and out. He had some of the original TMNT stuff. GI Joe's was another big one for him. So he was TMNT GI Joe's star Wars. And, uh, what else was it? GI Joe's transformers. Mm. He, all four of those were like his stuff. And he had probably all of the originals from the 80s when they were first dropping. Wow. You know? And so I wish we saw them. He probably had the, you know, my toys were cool. They were Power Rangers and stuff like that. But in a relation to a, you know, culture and value nowadays, my brother's stuff would have been untouched. Like he had some of the coolest stuff, you know. Original, it was just original stuff, but mm. wish him never lost it. But my brother would be a good one to talk about those old toys too. And he was, um, he went to a trade so not 
not too long ago and he found some like older transformer toys that were like 30 year anniversary stuff. He's like, Oh yeah, me and me and my son bought this because this is what I remember playing with. And my, you know, my son thought it was cool too. So he, he just, he was like, if my son thought it was cool, then I just bought it. I bargained with him and got some new transformer stuff, but it's like a 30, 30th year anniversary edition with like a flip open box and characters on the inside that you can see. Right. And my nephew was like, Oh, we can't open it. We can't open it. It's, it's cool. It's, it's limited and it's, it's old stuff. I was just like, all right, man. So he was getting <laughs> it, was getting into it, and but it was cool, man. It was just some of the old Transformers stuff from the '80s that my brother remembered from when he had them, you know. And uh, yeah, that '80s stuff was just top notch. It was just some of the coolest stuff, even over the '90s and everything. Power Rangers really came through in the '90s, but outside of that, nothing can touch that that '80s collectible stuff. Actually, I didn't know you were such a fan of Power Rangers. I mean, as a kid, yeah. I oh. never watched it growing up. You never did? Mm-mm. Oh. oh, Bandai, man. I remember it would come, Bandai. <laughs> like, it would lead into commercials oh, yeah. and TV shows. and Yeah. But, I mean, I knew it was Japanese, but at that age, I didn't care. I was just like, they had their the little morphing things. I remember I had the one that, uh, you know, they would put it up and it would, like, open and close. And I remember having each gold coin. So you had the, like, the... Tyrannosaurus Rex, the pterodactyl, and different things like that you would put in there no matter. So when you would press a button, the song would play, and it would open and close and turn whatever, you know, whatever Power Ranger you wanted into yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> man, when Jason yeah. took out his morpher and said Tyrannosaurus, you're like... Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll go over there punching the TV like, let's go, baby. <laughs> It's like, Dad, if you punch the TV one more time, we're going to spank you. I'm like, whatever. I'm a Power Ranger. It doesn't matter. Like, oh, man. I got so hyped up. You do, they don't even know what to do. <laughs> it was so genius. In every episode, it, they would say, it's morphin' time. It's and you were oh, like, yes, here we go. Yeah. 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 I'm over there drop kicking the, you know, my dad's lazy boy. He's like, don't you touch my chair. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready to go, man. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. It's Morphin time, man. That was so. It's Morphin time. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> what a classic, man. But yeah, seeing some of my brother's stuff, dude. When he 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 had a lot of TMNT, and uh, it would have been cool. It's something I know. Obviously, we're all kind of into now, especially these two. But uh, yeah, that TMNT stuff is which cool. I didn't realize about Jesse until a couple of years, really until the game night that we had, where he oh. was like, "Oh yeah, TMNT is my one of my most favorite franchises of all time." So yeah, I always liked it, but I really never knew anything about it until watching that that five o'clock Cartoon Network time, and it was always the show before Teen Titans. So I oh. watched. TMNT, but I was like, really can't wait till Teen Titans come mm. on. But um, <laughs> I always liked uh, uh, the guy that had the ski mask that he wore all the time. Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Casey, yeah. There we go. Um, what did y'all think about the live action that they did with, uh, I'm going to be honest, I only remember Megan Fox being in yep, it. Yeah, that's the only reason I remember it too. Did y'all ever watch that? Mm-hmm. Was it worth watching? Live actions tend to just be foul balls when it's based off of an animated. Yeah, series. I'm a bad judgment because I don't really, I'm not a like 
I'm not a good critic when it comes to like if it's anything TMNT live action I'm a fan of. Same with like I don't know. It's hard to explain. I liked it. No one else liked it. What about you, Roger Ebert? I've only seen them both once, but I wouldn't ever watch it again. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah, we're uh, complete opposite when it comes to stuff like that. He he can be a critic. I think Jesse just likes to be entertained. Yeah. And that's it. Any, in my opinion, any more of TMNT is a good thing. Mm. You know? Yeah. yeah. Any time I can see more product of, same with anything. I think that's why we had the disagreement about the Spider-Man. No Way Home or whatever the most recent one was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you didn't like that. Because you? you were genuinely surprised that I thought that the movie was not good. Yes. <laughs> Until you you pointed out the stuff, I don't think like that when I'm watching something. Right, I liked it. It was Michael Bay, Turtles, man. It was just all action, and they looked evil almost. It was right. cool. I right. I remember watching them, and I thought I didn't think the movie was bad. <clears throat> I'm a little bit nostalgic to the originals. Like I remember that's when you know I wasn't around in the '80s when my brother was getting into them, but I remember. The excitement, you know, it was just one of those things like my big brother's getting excited about it and I was two, three, four, five years old or whatever and the new movies were dropping. So those originals, I was like, oh my goodness, like there's nothing better than this. I don't even care. It's better than Power Rangers mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know? So those original 90s movies were like yeah, the pin- the pinnacle for me, especially the first and second one. Yeah. Those were those things were just the first two were the good. Coolest. Yeah, and then they try to milk it. They try to milk it for the third. Yeah, but at least they realized that like, let's just stop it here. You know, yeah. they didn't they didn't push it past that. But I didn't think the Michael Bay variants were bad. You know. Um, was it something that I would put over the fir- the original? But no, that might just be a personal thing for me because, like I said, my, my big brother was like, hey, you want to watch this Ninja Turtles with me? And uh, meanwhile, I'm over here playing with like Buzz Lightyear and Woody, and I was just like, yeah, I would love to watch something with my big brother because he's, you know, five, six years older than me, and, you know, he never invites me to do stuff. And I remember seeing the first one for the first time. It was probably like... I don't know. The first one dropped in like 91 or 92, but it was a couple of years afterwards that I remember it. And I was just like, man, coolest movies ever, man. I love those original TMNTs. Did you rent it from Blockbuster? But, uh, we Well, in New Jersey, we had a Hollywood video. Yeah. So we did a mix of uh, Blockbuster and Hollywood video between the whatever movies came out at the time. But Hollywood video was the closest for us. Yeah. We always went to. So yeah. Yeah. Good old Blockbuster. Hey, good old Blockbuster, man. You can't go wrong with those movie rentals, man. Not at all. But yeah, we, we had a good... And those uh, Hollywood videos were cool, man. You would walk in, it was like a black marble floor, and they would have like special like uh you know things in in, in the in the marble right. like certain actors or actresses and stuff like that. you just walked you just felt like you were walking into a hollywood like set right. it was really cool man I, I absolutely loved hollywood video right but man we would get those movies and we felt like we were rock stars rocking out on a friday night my dad's like yeah we spent 10 bucks i'm like <laughs> we got tmnt <laughs> baby let's go <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it was a good time, man. I remember those video stores and those original TMNTs were were just great, man. I love those things. They were awesome. Awesome. I remember the first time seeing Shredder. I was just like, man, that's not a guy I want to screw with, man. He he was just big and stuff like that. And I don't know if you know this, but the original 
I think it was the original TMNT. Me and you might have had this conversation. The original TMNT movie, Kevin Nash was the guy who played Shredder. The second one, I think. Second one. They didn't show his face, but he was like the big like Shredder. He was like just large. Right. And it was Kevin Nash from like WCW and WWF who played the Shredder in the, in the team, in that in that movie. I was just like I would have never known like unless I did like research on it. I don't know who that is. So Kevin Nash, Big Diesel, NWO. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> No. Big Diesel's right. more of a deep cut name than Steve Nash's. <laughs> Going the wrong way. If you don't way. know Kevin Nash, you don't know him. You know? Like Wolfpack? Big Wolfpack, Diesel? Maybe? No. Yeah, so uh, do you know who Kevin Nash is? <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's oh just a wrestler. My bad. That was my That's bad. I, I really felt like I thought everyone would know who they were. That's but funny. yeah, Kevin. <laughs> All right, that was a little bit of throwback. Yeah, that's that's my that's my bad. Yeah, he dropped yeah. it like it was Tom Hanks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, uh, all right. Well, back then, at least, Kevin Nash was a very <laughs> popular wrestler. If you were into wrestling, I suppose. But he was he was a he was a bigger wrestler than actor at the time. Well, maybe it was the other way around. He wasn't that popular yet, but he got famous in wrestling right after that. Mm. And. Um, yeah, either way. He was, till this day, he's probably one of the most well-known so kind of, of like all time. proto Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Um, he, he was just one of those large guys. So there's a very few, like, you know, Andre the Giant and the Big Show that were like seven feet tall. He was one of the original seven feet tall wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So everyone, a lot of, well, I don't want to say everyone, obviously, because you guys didn't know, but... A lot of people knew who he was just due to his size. He was a seven-foot-tall, long hair. One of the guys who would step in, he would just push down the top rope and throw his legs over rather than, like, climbing in between them and stuff. And you just knew, like, okay, this guy is big as crap because he was just, like, stepping over the top rope and stuff like that. So yeah. I didn't know until years. Like, I mean, it was probably, like, two, maybe two years ago at the very most that I realized that he was the one playing Shredder. And I was like, whoa, like my childhood just went and just like, yeah, just like mashed. I was just like, oh my goodness, I did not know it was him. But yeah, TMNT, man. Yeah, I like the cartoon a lot. The animated movie from 2011 or 2012 was really good too. Mm-hmm. I like that mm-hmm. one a lot. Yeah, that was good. The new movies, it is what it is. I just wanted to see them once to see what it was, and yeah. I wasn't a, I wasn't impressed. But I wish they would have kept going because maybe they would have got better. Because the, the second <laughs> one, the second one ended as if they were gonna make a third one. They ended it with Krang. Yeah, yeah, and that would have actually been a cool story to go into space. Ash, you need to watch them. Yeah. You're a team, and you you're a fan of them. Not a fan, but like sure. you know them. Yeah, you need to watch them at least once. I, can I think they're them. cool. <laughs> Listen, we're at three and a half hours. Are we? Are we really? Are we gonna land the plane? Do you want to? Jesse's been out of it for about two hours. That's not true. It's up to listen. It's up to you guys. I'm just saying. It's almost ten o'clock. I don't know if you guys got something going on. Chrissy's here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, if no one else... Jesse really wants to... No, I, it's not that I want to. I'm no? saying we're, we're pushing almost four hours in this. Oh. Ash, what do you think? I have... I don't have anything else to talk about. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll land. Y'all? Everyone's done? No. Let's just, let's just call it then. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> what? We're, we not, might have just been babbling for the last hour yeah, anyway. I'm not, I'm not, I feel yeah. like once we go back and yeah. listen to it, maybe it'll sound let's, like, oh, man, we should cut it. But yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's call That's it. all I'm saying. Yeah. I had a great time talking to you guys. About I just, I would have came more prepared if, if I. We'll do it next time. If I uh, knew there was not as many topics as I thought there was going to be. Good thing we're not doing this professionally. We're just screwing around. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter if it sounds awful. I think you guys are being a little harsh. I think it turned out good. Yeah, it turned out fantastic. All I know is I had a great time talking to you guys. Yeah, well, we loved it. Was it. Fun. We it loved was it. Fun. Absolutely. All right, guys. I guess we'll wrap it up. All right, so fellas, mm-hmm. let's uh, let's identify something good that happened to us this week. Yeah. Can I can I start? Yeah. Go, yeah. Go down. Um. I got to see my family in Jersey, which yep. I don't get to see uh, too often. And uh, seeing my new, you know, new new nephews and stuff like that was a big deal to me. So that's mine. Deep. Yeah. I guess I'll kind of piggyback off that one because I was in Jersey too. Um, without getting too in-depth about it, I was hanging by the, um, when you guys went for that walk that yeah. night we got there. Yeah, I was I was sitting on the pier on, on Tom's River. Yep. And... Yeah, it was it was cool because I didn't. It was like first time me like sitting down and like just staring out on the water and realizing like twenty years ago I was here growing up. Yeah, you know, and uh, it was cool just like thinking about it for a little bit. That was a that was a so, cool that was a cool uh, moment. That was a cool area, man. I yeah. wish I I wish I was able to sit with Jesse. I was walking with my brother and nephews and stuff like that at the time, but it was just it was a really cool site. He picked a perfect spot. It was a bench yeah, like overlooking nice. the water. It was just like mm. you could just sit there, look, blank out, and probably just think to yourself, you know. That was, yeah, it was nice. It was nice. I liked it. Really got a comment. Ellie's ready to wrap up. You got something, Tim? It's not as deep as yours, but uh, yeah, something good happened this week. I got to. I didn't have to return those Jordan One Lows. Yeah, you did, <laughs> man. This man finessed his own good parents. Thing. Good things happened this week. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I went funny. over. Uh, with Tim's parents that one night, this man came in guns hot. He told me right before I got to his parents' house, he said, hey, don't bring those shoes. Don't let me look at them because I can't afford them right now. I was like, all right. I still brought them with me anyway. <laughs> I got there. This man came in guns hot and said, hey, since you guys are both here, um, uh, you know, dad, mom, I know you don't know what to get me for Christmas, but you can buy me these shoes off of Daniel. And... <laughs> You can give it to me at Christmas. So this man came in within, I want to say, five to ten minutes. He talked his parents into buying him the sneakers off of me so that way he could still keep them. I was like, there's no way. He had this whole methodical plan planned out before he got to his parents' house. I didn't look at him, so he did not look at him. But man, I thought that was hilarious. I was just like, he came in guns hot, ready to go. (laughs) Ashton, what do you got to say about that? Yeah, Ashton, let's go. I want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh good stuff um so uh tanner came uh came home last weekend 
and uh, stayed for about 36 hours, something like that. So it's good to hang out, hang out with him for a little bit. Um, so yeah, that would be mine. Good to see you, brother. Cool, yeah, man. Hang out with family. I can relate. Yep. I can relate. Yep. Cool. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up there then. Um. <laughs> cool. It's a great time being here tonight. Yeah. Yeah, have fun, fun, guys. I had a great it was time. Fun. Everybody feels like they wanted to be here. Yeah. Nowhere else. Yeah. yeah. Nowhere to be. That's that's I why else to not even asleep. That's why we named it that way. Stop yeah. looking at me the entire time you're saying <laughs> I had a good time. Very <laughs> intense direct eye contact. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We'll wrap it up. Love you guys. Love you guys, Love you too. too. Peace. Episode two is under the books. Yeah, it is. Done deal. All right.